Mates, welcome to episode 26 of the podcast. On this episode, my dear friend Erica stops by the studio again, and uh, we catch up on life, my friends. Um, I think the last time her and I did an episode, it was maybe six months ago. So this is the reason, obviously, why we did this episode, because it was uh, long overdue. And uh, we had a fun time, you know, uh, anytime that Erica and I get together, our conversations always flow uh, to the point where we forget how long we've been talking because, you know, I only thought it was like less than two hours and it turns out it was two and a half hours plus. So, <laughs> so a lot of good conversations uh, in this episode, uh, just to give you a recap. I mean, we talked about family. We talked about Erica turning 30. Uh, we talked about Juneteenth and racial injustice. Uh, we talked about her bakery, which is, you know, slowly growing little by little, which I'm extremely happy for, Erica. Uh, because, you know, as a friend, to see another friend succeed is always cool to witness. It really is. You know, anytime that a friend succeeds, I I want to be there to give them a hug and tell them how, how happy I am for them. And that's what's happening for Erica with her uh, bakery, you know, uh, the sweetery Tulsa is getting more foot traffic and uh, it's not an ad. This is just me on a personal note, just saying how happy I am for Erica, which I am. And uh, Erica, if you're listening, keep pushing forward because uh, I see how much the bakery means to you. And as a friend, the only thing I can, can tell you is keep pushing forward because one day we can talk about how it all started. <laughs> uh, but I don't want to talk too long, my friends, because I want the uh, I want you to go ahead and listen to the episode. So uh, one last time, if you're listening, thank you. I always appreciate it. It really does mean so much to me. And uh, Erica, tell the family I said hi. I love you all very much. Uncle Marcos is uh, not as crazy as he sounds on the air. (laughs) Uh, But let's go ahead and start the episode in three, two, one. We're live. We're live. Yay. And then let me do this. Ooh, it matches my cup in here. Look at this. This is because of your husband. (laughs) (laughs) I love this fan, man. It's changed everything in this room. It used to get a little hot in here. And I was worried about that, especially during the summer. Mm -hmm. But then uh, the fan just changed everything. Now it just circulates perfectly in here and no one gets hot even if three people or four people in here mm. feels good feels good i'm gonna bump that up just a little bit how's that feel over there feels good let me see boom. Boom, boom, boom. okay i have to adjust it just a little bit but i think we're good all this blue you what color do you want what color do you we're want not you want red here. you want red oh that's a little too dark it's a little too satan that one feels like the Hulk's going to jump out. <laughs> There's blue. This one's my personal favorite. Okay, lavender. That's good. Yes, with the yellow. You want yellow? Yes. What about gold? <gasps> yes. Well, okay. Did I push it too far? This one. This one? Really? Yeah. This is... Out of all of them, you went with mm, this one. Yes, this one. What about this one? That's too dark. That's too dark. That's like Halloween. I do like this one, though. You have this one? Yeah. Or this one? this one one. yeah i like this one better okay believe it or not this is actually the first uh 
time I've used this color. Really? really? Yeah. See? Because it's me. It's the, the golden sunshine era. Stop it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got the line. We got this. Hey, it's good to see you again. We talk weekly, but we haven't done this one a podcast since, what was it? Maybe a couple of days after your birthday in January. Was it in January? I think Fuck, so. Fuck, it's been five months. Six months? Mm-hmm. Holy shit, it's time to do another episode with you. That's why you're here. It's good to have you, friend. I love you. I love you more. Hope your husband didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I love your I love your wife. <laughs> but as a friend, sir, please don't beat me up. <laughs> hey, buddy. It's good to see you, though. I love your wife, just to let you know. Yeah, but in, uh, in a platonic way. Mm-hmm. Platonic. It's pl- platonic, right? Yes. Because if you say non-platonic, that means you want to fuck. Sure. Whatever I think, you say. I think so. Yeah, in a platonic way. I love you in a platonic way. The one that doesn't... God, I'm just ruining this for myself. I should stop talking. I mean, your essential education is more better than mine, so like, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to stop before I get my ass kicked. <laughs> I love you, friend. <laughs> Period. That's Period. It. With the T. With the T. It's good to have you in here, though. It's good to be back in here. You re, uh, rescheduled on me, but that's okay. Look, I'm sorry. Look, I, I deserve that. After the first time where I fucked up the episode, I deserve that. Oh, I forgot about that. So mm-hmm. this is technically like number three for me. Yeah, so we're even now. Aha. We're even. Um, how, how, What's going on with you? What's Pretty new? Much. Um, age. Age? What last, do you mean age? Last time you, you saw just me. hit thirty. Yeah. You just hit thirty. You're part of the thirties club. Welcome. Mm-mm. We take all visitors. I don't want permanently. To, I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like? What's thirty feel like? Do you feel different? Because obviously, you know, they say age is just a number. But how do you feel hitting thirty? I feel like my problems from twenty nine traveled over to thirty. I'm just like, wasn't it supposed to stop at some point or something? <laughs> I think they say everything starts hurting at 30. Did I tell you that story? No. I think I told you maybe on the first episode. You know how they say when you turn 30, every, your body starts aching? Well, on January 1st, I got like very tore up. Oh, I did hear about this story. Yes. Yeah. So I woke up. The pain was still carrying over to my birthday. So I literally woke up on my 30th birthday with aches and sores. Shame. That was not a good way to start the, <laughs> the 30s era. I'm just like, oh, they are right. Everything does hurt. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> but 30 is a weird one. It really is. I'm still trying to adjust. I'm, I'm, what, about three weeks in now? Are you? I think so. Yeah, about three weeks in now. What's been the diff- the biggest difference? Not just, obviously not just being 30, but what's been the di- biggest difference for you as far as when it comes to aging like does it freak you out yes it does does it yeah why because i don't want to get older are you afraid of that yes like how how old is too old for you 30 oh jesus And it's worse because I have kids. So now keeping up with their age and as they get older, that means I only get older too. Yeah. And I don't like that. Well, they don't even recognize that you're taking care of them so that one day they can take care of you. Mm. They don't see that. They don't see any of that. It was deep. It got deep too fast. Did I? (laughs) 
Well, you're the one that's afraid of getting old. And don't want to. Isn't that weird, though? Because eventually they're going to take care of you. I know, so I try to be nice to them. <laughs> I know. They'll push you down. They'll push you down on, with the wheelchair. Like, you motherfucker. Remember when we were kids and you said, yeah, I couldn't do that? Mm-hmm. Well, now you can't do this. <laughs> no, you will not get that ice cream sundae. <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> it still freaks me out that you're a mom. Yeah. I know we talked about it on the last episode, but it freaks me out that you're a mom because I don't see you with 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 that image. I see you as a high school student who I became friends with mm. and then I didn't talk to you for a while and then the next time I talked to you you had two kids. I'm like, "What?" That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I was like, "What? What are you what? You're a mom?" <laughs> I remember I texted you, "You're a mom?" And you're like, "Yes." Two times. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> yes. It freaks me out, man. Aging, like, to me, aging doesn't um, scare me up until maybe 78. That's when it scares me. That's a very specific number. Well, for stupid reasons that I don't even know myself, I want to get to 77. <laughs> I want to get to 100. Do you really? Uh, yeah, I do. I want to live forever. Do you? Yeah, I do. Why? Because I, I... Are you afraid to die? Yes, I am. Hmm. I can't blame you there. I don't know if I'm afraid. I feel like there's a part two. Of this conversation? No, a part two of... Of Afterlife? Uh, yeah. For sure. Oh, you just said the studio name. <laughs> you should have like a bell in here every time somebody says it intentionally or unintentionally. I'm trying to get a uh, like a neon light or something. Just says it? Yeah, but... Like on the wall? Yes, Ooh. the afterlife. Because that's what this room is. It's the afterlife. And like, we're just talking about your kids. Mm. One day they're going to listen to this when they're much older, obviously. And they're going to be thinking, holy shit, I didn't know mom talked like that. There was, I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't know mom had friends like that. There was this Stupid. Uh, uh, video or post on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. And it said, let your kids take those pictures or let your spouse uh, record those images because you never know when it would be the last time and they would always have those things to, to cherish on to. And I'm like, right. No, it's true, man. It is true. Cause I'm the one that's like, no, I don't want my picture taken. No. Oh, no, really? You can't take my picture. Even no. with your kids or just in general? Yeah. Man, you better let them take them, them, them kids with them, them photos. Look, look, if you hop out the shower and they take a photo, I'm like, you bastard, but don't delete it. <laughs> look, look, it's probably happened because my daughter is a photo assassin on accident and purpose. Oh, is she? Yes. She has a, a iPhone that doesn't like work. Like it's an old phone that we have and we just let her use it to play games on. Mm-hmm. But she knows how to work the camera on there. So she'll just click 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 and you'll see button and whatever else and <laughs> arms and eyes and just, just like, like random snapshots yes man she's you said she's four she just turned four in april oh wow yeah she's so young she doesn't even know that mom's just like just down to talk shit she might know a little bit does she i think so because we go toe-to-toe no way you go toe-to-toe with the four-year-old yeah do you win no, she's four <laughs> and she's daddy's girl. I'll never win. Never, ever. I'd like to hear that roast battle. And so imagine that's your, why we argue a lot because imagine he your gets daughter, in the middle of it. Imagine your daughter going, that's why you don't lose weight. Girl, like, I got hands for you. 
and that's the soft spot. So, <laughs> like, and you the reason why I can't lose the weight because it's your fault. I'm telling you, man, it freaks me out that we're even having this conversation. Because it never once did I think when we were friends in high school that we'd be sitting down having a conversation about you having kids. I never thought I would have kids. Did you ever want kids? No. And that's bad to say now because I have them, but I never wanted I don't think that's kids. wrong. But I think once they get here, obviously, they change you and make you better. Right. Yeah. I'm sure they do. They totally have. Everyone that I talk to always says, like, dude it's a feeling you can't explain Mm -hmm. it's a feeling that is so surreal that you created life it's like an unconditional love that you know that they love you for you even on your bad days they still think you're the absolute shit and i love it really yeah maybe one day who knows well you got a cat for now so yeah he's a little fucking bastard (laughs) he's starting to fucking scratch and bite me now I'm like, what's up, bro? One of my cat friends told me that you got to play with them. And if they go for the bite every now and then, let them win. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. But goddamn, does he bite hard? So you're supposed to just take it like a G? Yeah. Uh-uh. But I don't think I'm going to keep doing that because my fucking hand hurts. Because I'll, I'll let him, I'll, I'll let, I'll let him, I'll play with him. Like, so the way I do it is I'll like, like, I'll rub his belly. Like, you're the fucking king of this house. And he's like, meow, 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 meow. All happy and shit. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, it's like he becomes this demon where he just reaches for my hand and starts biting. And he knows what no means. That's the only thing he knows. Mm. He doesn't, he doesn't pay attention. But if I say no, he knows he has to stop. Mm-hmm. And, uh. The other day, I was I was rubbing his belly, and it looked like he was having a great time. He's purring, meow, meow. You know what? I did a horrible purr. He's like, purr. I was like, he looks like a king, and he just goes for a bite instead of saying no. I was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it almost felt like he understood what I said because he bit harder, and I was just like, no. And after I, he bit again, I said no. And he had like this look on him, like, "Yeah, that's right, bitch." I knew what you're. I knew. I knew what you said, but I bit I, again. I got your bitch. That's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. I love him though. <laughs> He's so cool. I did a podcast with the lady that gave me the the cat, mm. and uh, he recognized her when she came over. He was just like meow, 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 like all happy and stuff. Yeah, mm. it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to have uh, all three of us in the same room just chilling. Because her and I, we got fucking stoned. Here you go. She was about... Because she's like <laughs> 68. Word. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She's a, She says she's a hippie and she loves God and they're working it out. I know. <laughs> that's she, right. Come on, working it out. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Because she's like, I'm working it out with God on the weed part. But God knows that I love him. <laughs> <laughs> but she gave me the cat and... Uh, I, I fucking love that cat, man. I never thought I would love a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and then that one day, man, I just went to go get a haircut, and she's t- she said, I can't get rid of these cats. And I just, I don't know why I told her, I, I guess I can take one. And the dude's so cool, man. Up until he fucking bit me twice. Little bitch. <laughs> Asked me if I gave him snacks after that. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> I said, we skipping snack time. You're going straight to dinner in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's but he's how cool. it be. He's cool, though. 
for reals. Rowena, I love you, buddy. I know you don't understand this conversation, but I fucking love you. He's oh, so Lord cool. Jesus. He's so cool. And he's the sweetest, man. That's what I love about him. And when he's not biting. Because, so do you know how cats operate? Not really. Neither do I. But here's what I heard. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Neither do I. But here's what I heard. I don't know if this is true. If there's someone out there listening, I could be wrong, but this is what I heard. Okay. Apparently, cats think that uh, we're all uh, humans, that we're all dumb babies. And it's their job to protect you. So I've noticed that with my cat. By the way, his name is Rowena, but he's a boy. Long story. That's right, because we thought he was a girl when you first got him. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't change the name. I'm just like, I'm sticking with it. Deal with it. Drag queen cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, but um, apparently they all think we're dumb babies and they have to babysit us. This is what I heard. This is not. I'm not sure if this is right. Where did you hear this from? My cat friend. She has cats. She's been having cats all her life. Does this count for like big cats? Like yeah, well, apparently, panthers and lions. And oh, stuff? I don't know about that. No, I think they're just because they'll eat you. I, I think don't know about no. The baby I, yeah, part. I think I think they they'll eat you. Obviously, but I'm more like house cats. Okay. And to a certain extent, that feels real because anywhere I go, he has to follow. He is the fucking nosiest cat of all time. If I'm in the restroom, he has to be there. If I go to the kitchen, he has to be there. If I bring food home, he has to know what it is. And I'm just like, dude, give me some fucking space, man. That's toddlers. That's my four-year-old. I can't go to be. the bathroom in peace. I can't bake in peace in the kitchen. Really? If I bring something home, she has to know what it is. If I leave, she has to come with me. Like, she was coming with me today. Oh, she, really? But she wasn't coming with me. <laughs> she got her shoes on, and I was like, where are you going? With you? No, you're not. <laughs> but you said hey, you're over you here, would... You're over here talking about you're going to duke it out with her? <laughs> yeah. Like, Ninja, I will put you... Go it's somewhere. Weird. It's weird, man. It's weird. But that's what it feels like. It feels like this dude is just, like, fucking the nosy neighbor that needs to know what you're doing. And it gets so annoying. Like, I can't even take a shit anymore without him being in there. And I'm like, bro, can I please just, like squeeze my butt cheeks without you looking at me <laughs> like please this is, this is awkward i don't want you looking at me <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but god damn do i love that cat every time and every time i, op- I come home whether it's from work or wherever he's always at the front door just waiting meow 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 mm-hmm. and, and it's like he knows like i'm gonna pick him up and i give him a hug because yeah. i always pick him up and give him a hug when i first come in the house mm-hmm. I just pick him up and hug him. And he it's like he knows. That's how my kids are with dad. Oh, really? Yeah. Like Not it. with me because mom's always home. <laughs> but every time dad comes home, they're at the top of the steps waiting for him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's got to be beautiful, man. Like a beautiful feeling. It's like. Imagine the day they stop doing that because they're like, oh, dad's home. And they're on their and iPhone. See, yeah, that's why I try to take all this in now because I know in like seven plus years, it's not going to be like this. Yeah, they're going to be like, Dad is home. All right, let me see if he'll let me go out. Be like, yeah, did you bring me something to eat? No. Right. Okay, well, bye. And then that's Shit, that was, that was us not too long ago. I know. But now it feels so distant. From yours? Yeah, like the like being young and, oh, yeah. you know, waiting for your parents to come home. Mm-hmm. 
like that feels so long ago, but it wasn't that long. It was only fuck it. Maybe it was long. 20 years ago. <laughs> Cause I'm 30. Fuck. We're getting old, Erica. That's why I love doing these podcasts. Cause it, at least we can capture time Yeah. and go back to it and be like, you know what? Those were the good days. Just sitting down, drinking some Listen blueberry here. lemonade. This thing is amazing. This is- you can keep sipping. <laughs> um, dude, so I was, I was, you're asking me, like, how was your day today? Ugh. You okay? Yeah, my contacts, man. You all right? Are you crying? Yeah. Is it because we're talking about age? No. You going to be all right? Yeah, it's my contacts. Do you want to fix them? They're fine now. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. Hey, my bad. I, I was like, you, I, didn't, I didn't know if you were crying. I was like, wait, wait, wait. wait. What, what nerve did I touch? <laughs> but you were asking me um, how my day went. And I was like, wait, wait till we start the podcast. Yeah, so what happened? Check this out. So I have these uh, coworkers who are sweet. and uh, Oh, wait, I think I might know. You should never posted this on Facebook. Did you see that? Yeah, I That's did. exactly where I was going with that. <laughs> did you see that lady was acting like a freak on there? What the fuck was that? I didn't know how to reply, dude. She legit. Can we pull that up? What's... Where is my... Oh, you're charging oh, it. Oh, it's right there. It's right there. Oh, I, I can pull it up from my phone. Okay. But I did not know how to respond to that. I was just like, what? And I don't think she was playing, dude. So for those wondering, I was uh, I was at work minding my own business, <laughs> looking up shit on the computer because I had to do some stuff, and I literally got invited uh, by this woman who was in her early sixties to go drinking <laughs> during happy hour, and I didn't know how to respond, so I just said, "Uh, let me think about it." <laughs> And she's like, okay, let me know. Does she work with you? Uh, yes. You have to think on it. Well, I don't want to give away too much. That's okay. why. That's fine. Yeah, I'll, I I'll, I'll, I'll obviously already said yes. So, yes, she works with me. But I know she said it in all innocence. I know she just wants to go and, and all that. No big deal. Okay. But what's freaking me out is, so she asked me if I wanted to go. And I said, let me think about it. And this was maybe like around afternoon time. And I get off the evening time, you know, mm-hmm. like a nine to five. So I got off and I told them goodbye. I'll see you later. And then I'm walking to my car and I get a message, bro. And she goes, I'm not even bullshitting you, bro. Let me read these messages to you. She goes, uh, so will we see you tonight at this restaurant? And I go, I won't be able. To, I won't be able to make it. I'm uh, meeting with a friend mm-hmm. around 6 p.m. But I. But thank you for inviting me. And then I said, uh, maybe next time I'll go. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, Okie dokie, I'll hold you to that. And it was a winky face emoji. You know the one that's like one eye is open and the other one is winking. Does it? Okay, but didn't had it wasn't the kiss one though with the wink face with the no, heart kiss. No, but I don't think their generation understands that winky <laughs> face is flirting. <laughs> I know that she wasn't flirting, but I don't think that generation understands that winky face for us is kind of like teasing, like oh, like maybe it was grandma ish behavior, and she was just like, okay, well, maybe next time. Well, her next 
message was, okay, I wish you could make it. And then it was a emoji with uh, a sad face. No, no, it's a, it, what is this? It's got a tear going down with a smiley face. And then I said, take a sip for me. And she said, oh, I will. Like, I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying that anything was going to happen. Because I know she's a sweet person. It was just a little weird seeing that winky face. Because I didn't know how to <laughs> process. you off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then what made it worse is I posted it on social media because I just thought it was a funny, mm-hmm. a funny interaction that I wanted to share with everyone else. Because I'm like, here's these three women that want to take me to happy hour with them. And they're asking me to please go with them. And then some fucking friend that I forgot I even had on there was just... <laughs> Who, by the way, is an older lady. I'm not going to say her name. She's a sweetheart, too. What's going on with me, man? These old, these old ladies. The she said, are out. The, is that what we're going to call her, a cougar? Yeah. My cougar friend messaged me on there and said, I would invite you to happy hour. Another winky face. <laughs> and I said, I don't endorse this behavior. And she goes, sure you don't. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> This is for everyone to see. I wanted to delete it. I'm like, I should not have posted that. Like, what was I thinking? Uh, and I'm friends with her with her son. We're we're all friends in uh, on Facebook. Okay. So he's gonna see them. Like, what the fuck, mom? What are you doing? <laughs> Jeez, Deborah, what are you doing? Like, it was so strange, bro. I was, I was like, I'm, I'm I'm either doing something totally wrong, or totally right to keep getting invited. I mean, I think you're doing something totally right in in their case. What do you think that is? You're giving them high hopes. I'm not trying to. I just want to work and go home. And now I'm getting invited to. I just want to pay happy my hour. Happy hour with sixty year olds. It was weird. They just want you to be their fourth golden girl. That's all. Be what? Your fourth golden girl. What is that? Oh, golden girl. Mm-hmm. It was three of them. <gasps> oh, who would I be? I'd be the slutty one. Yeah, she was cool. I liked her. I wouldn't be Betty White. I don't know the other names. I don't watch it like that. I just thought it was a good reference. Oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> Thank you for being my friend. That's, that's all I know. And then I know the remix version that the black guy did. A black guy did it? Yeah. What's no, his name? Th- he did a remix version of the song. Have you heard this? Mm-mm. Oh, I have to find it for you and play it. Find it and then we'll play it afterwards. Okay. We'll turn up to that as the night is ending. <laughs> Uh, that's I'm gonna sing that to you. Thank you for being my friend. <laughs> it was just weird, man. Cause I haven't had any attention from the ladies in a while, and to get attention from sixty year olds is like, what? What am I doing wrong? Am I catering to the wrong demographic here? <laughs> Have you done anything to them that would make them feel like? Um, no. no. I think it's just the fact that because here's the thing: I I work uh with all women except for one other guy mm. but he's not there most of the time because he's out and about so it's mainly just you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so anytime there's like heavy packages i'm picking them up anytime they need assistance i'm helping them they probably got you picking stuff up on purpose oh god don't say that see how strong you are don't say that but i mean they want to go to happy hour and you know what's funny is i originally was not invited it, it, it this other so two of the co-workers were, were working the same. Mm. I work with them in the same department. And then the other one works in a different location. And she's the one that said, hey, girls, do you want to go to happy hour? 
And then the one that was winking at me through text message uh, asked her, can we invite Marcos? And I'm like, how the hell are you going to invite a 30-year-old? <laughs> like, what am I going to talk about? <laughs> I'm the only dude. <laughs> you Like, let's just, let's just, let's just play. Let's just role play here. Okay. Imagine if I did go. Like, seriously, what the fuck am I going to talk about? You could swap recipes, maybe. I don't I don't know. cook. <laughs> talk about I would how... probably get drunk just so I could stop hearing them talk so much. Because I, I would start getting loopy. Are you, what, how are you when you get drunk? Because I haven't seen you. I get more talkative. I get way more, to- more talkative and more loving. That, Dang, I that said, might have I, been a problem. I may have said that like I was the shit. What the hell? My bad. <laughs> You're no, <laughs> I don't like the way I said that. I just get more talkative, but I do. I I am I'm more of the type that's like, come here, man. I love you, man. That's you when you yeah, get drunk. You're yeah. that. You're that person. Like, give me a hug. I just wanna. I love you so much. I don't cry <laughs> when I do it, but something like that. Yeah, I just get more more. I would just say more affectionate. Okay. No, and not the kind that's like touching you in the wrong areas, okay? No, I got it. I got I'm what you're saying. Like, I got what you mean. I love you, man. <laughs> it's so good to see you, man. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, I don't drink. So, um, the idea of fucking what is it? Happy hour? Like that uh, doesn't excite me. But it depends on where it is. That's true. Ooh, mm-hmm. hey, what? Well, it probably would have excited me if it was with the right crowd, huh? Yep. You want to go to happy hour? Where are we gonna go? Uh, pop that wine. It's right behind you. <laughs> Happy hour is over. That Don't. is uh three to five, sir. No, it's always somewhere. It's, what's that saying? It's five it's o'clock somewhere. Five o'clock somewhere. Uh, it's technically here because I can back up the time zone. Oh my god. Yeah, pop that bottle. Where's it at? It's in the fridge. You want me to go get it? Yeah, I want some. Okay, go to commercial. No, no commercial. <laughs> We're here. We're live. I don't know. Look, all I'm trying to say from that story was, it's not that it was weird it, that she offered. It was just weird that I didn't know how to deal with the winky face. It I keep th- I keep thinking about the winky face. Now when I see a winky face, I'm probably going to associate it with her. It tripped you out. A little bit. Just a little. Where's your cup at? Right here. Oh, okay. Ugh. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. We're here for a good time. This is actually the one that's really good, too. Tell me when. Oh, keep going. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Keep going. All right. That's good. That's good. Cheers, sister. Cheers. Cheers, to sister. 30. Cheers to 30. Oh, yeah. Here's your birthday toast. Where's your drink? Um, it's over here somewhere. Put these headphones did you, did you, um, Did you buy something cool with the $11 I gave you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to tell the story? Cheers. Cheers. I love you. I love you Thanks too. Thanks for being here. Oh, this is so good. I know. <laughs> the whole oh. eleven dollars. <laughs> yeah. Freaking my sister sent you ten dollars. I was like, wait, 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 wait. She was my friend first. You can't do that. <laughs> she probably exposed me for how cheap I am because I didn't send you anything and it wasn't until she sent it. I'm like, fuck her. <laughs> so I sent you eleven dollars and then you try to go, uh, well your sister is had more thought because it was starbucks and i went on the, i went on this <laughs> i went on this i went on this fucking rant <laughs> i was like yeah but that's where you can only spend your money my 11 dollars. are you hungry go get you go get you something to eat 
Do you want some snacks? Go get you something to eat. Do you want to? Do you want to uh, fill up your gas tank with eleven dollars? You can do that. You want to go to? Uh, you want to tip somebody? You can do that. And I was giving you all these options with my money, and then he's like, "Yeah, but your sister got me coffee." But I, you got me coffee too. Did I? Is that what you spent? You got me on? coffee and gas. I went to Quick Trip. See, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Up my tank and got a small cup Boom. of coffee. Happy birthday one last time. Thank you. Ugh. You know, because oh, I'm done with that topic about the old ladies. Old ladies, if you're listening, you're not that old. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say old ladies. <laughs> ladies, if you're listening, um, I appreciate the offer. I'm just not ready to be seen in that in that way yet. I don't want to look like I'm pimping out some old ladies. Oh, my God. I called them old again. <laughs> you don't want to have a sugar mama? <laughs> um, not yet. I, life is uh, still pretty good, so not yet. A diabetic donor? Not yet. Is that what they call them? Yeah. Diabetic donor? Yeah. Why is that? Sugar instead of oh, saying sugar mama, I or sugar daddy. How did I let that slip past my head? <laughs> but I'm done with that story. That was just a funny way. That, that is something I wanted to tell you when you asked me, "How's your day?" It's crazy. I should probably delete that post, huh? I mean, it's there now. I don't like that it's there. Like she was flirting with me, man. You know she was. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Imagine after you leave, I text her like, hey, so are you being serious? <laughs> are you guys still at the bar? Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming now. <laughs> Fuck that. Save me a seat and some Scotto. I'll be there in 10 minutes. Do you know what we should do, though? What? We should totally go, like, day drinking or something. I'm down. Tell me when so I can drop my Dude, I sound off. more and more like a gay best friend. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I just, you know, I, I just love being surrounded by company. If I'm being honest, I really do. I was telling my friend the other day that the more and more that I do these podcasts, the more that I um, sound happier. Mm. And I, I'm starting to realize, I probably said it already before. So if you've heard this, I'm sorry, but. This podcast has honestly become uh, therapy for me. Yeah. It's become a room where I can be myself and not worry about the pain that I've gone through or whatever it may be. Because I remember our last episode, we were talking about, you know, I don't know how I feel and I feel down and Mm. I don't know if I'm going to love the next woman after everything that I've been through. And I've I've listened to that episode a few times when I'm really down. Oh, and uh, I I remember talking to you, and one thing that always stuck out is, well, you don't know if you're gonna love the next woman more or less. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And that's always stuck with me, not because I'm trying to move on, not because I'm trying to get laid, but because this podcast has allowed me to go back in time and hear myself, even in the bad parts. It's just like growth, like baby yeah. steps. Yeah. And shit, man, the growth that I've done since I first started this has been a blessing. It really has. Yeah. I, uh, the the fact that it feels like therapy and I still keep coming back for more is is a feeling that I can't describe. Because when I'm in here, and like right now with you, when I'm in here, everything makes perfect sense. Everything feels right. Mm. There's no malice. It's just you and I having some wine 
and just laughing. And imagine how many people go through life not doing that. How laughing, pe- period. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I mean, I laugh a lot outside of this podcast. But to be able to capture that laughter and then go back to it daily, mm-hmm. man, that's such a cool feeling. Like, I'm addicted to this. I'm addicted to everything that I do when I'm in this room. And uh, I know that some of it's not good. I know that some of my shit is probably horrible. Like, I, I make I make points when I talk, and they don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll go back and listen to it. I'm like, what the fuck were you trying to say there? Because <laughs> even I don't know. You know what I mean? I get people lost. I know that. But fuck. I remember that one time you texted me. And you said, look, this made me think of you. And it was, uh, I think it was Kevin on stage, his Instagram. Yes. I forgot what it was, but I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. I think he was saying, like, if you have a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think it was about podcasting. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, most pe- on average, most people don't make it past, like, the 10th episode. And you, here you are, past that. This is going to be 25. See? 25. That's, that's and I've and I've told you I, I'm addicted to the point where I want to get to ten thousand. I want to get to ten thousand episodes. If you ask me what's your goal, that's it right there. I want to. Yeah. I want to be a part of a group that is considered the ten thousand club. And if you ask me why, I don't know. Ten thousand just looks cool. <laughs> 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 if I can, I would go for a hundred thousand. But shit, I'd really have to grind for a hundred thousand. But, Anything is possible. But I can get to 10. Yeah. And that's 10, what I, Yes. And uh, I don't think I would feel that way if I didn't enjoy this. Because when we did our first episode, that was around the time where I felt like quitting. I really did. I wanted to quit because I had so much anxiety because I was worried about what people would think. And I was worried about, well, if you, because you know that saying, let a person talk and you'll get to know who they are. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. Like, what are people going to think of me? You know, all, all these all these thoughts that just go in your head. And, and then you mix that with the pain of, of life and the fact that I gained weight during a pandemic and you have all these self-doubts. And you're like, man, you might as well just quit. And I was thinking about all the money that I spent, too, investing in this room. I mean, look at this room. It's not much. But shit, I built this from the ground from the ground up mm-hmm. it wasn't a, it, it wasn't fucking cheap i think it's cheap for me i mean it, i mean it, i think it's expensive for me but maybe someone else sees it and it's cheap but it still costs a lot of money yeah and i was willing to just throw that all away because I, I had so much anxiety but then again i remember just talking to you and i was telling you about that review because you were the first one i talked to you about that was another motivation that I wanted to quit because I got that bad review. But that bad review turned out to be the best thing that happened to me because it just took away like all these demons because that review was like, fuck you, you suck. It just drives you to be better. You can't let people dictate how you feel, what you do in life. People are always going to say something. For sure. Oh, look at me preaching to myself. I need to take my own advice here. <laughs> But no, seriously, it, keep going. Look, I don't know where this. I don't know what the direction of this show is going. I, I have an idea of where I want to take it. Uh, take I, it there. I, I I love just I love this. I love just talking. I I I love being able to catch up with friends. 
that was one of my main motivations when mm. I first started this is uh, I felt so lonely in a dark time. And I just thought, why not? But I always had that fear. I know I've told this story. I'm sorry, friends. But that's why I love marijuana. Because <laughs> marijuana gave me the strength to just say, fuck it, try it. But it was also, it was rough in like February. It really was. I, uh, if you go back and look at my episodes released, mm-hmm. there's about a month stretch where I didn't do anything. And that was during the time where I was just like freaking out. I, I was nervous. I was, I was scared. I want to be a quitter. But that's why I love you, man. Because honestly, that, that conversation, you were the first conversation that I had after going through all that. Episode 13. Mm-hmm. I remember that right off the spot. And talking to you in that episode made me fall in love with it all over again because I hadn't done it in a month. And when I did it with you, I was I was scared. And I was like, man, like, what if it's not the same? Do it scared. That's what they say. Do it scared. If you're going to do it, do it scared. Just do it. Cause you won't know until you try doing it. Right. And that's you what gotta, happened. Yeah. You got to put yourself out there regardless of what it is. You always have to keep trying. If it's something that you love to do, you don't give up on it. You keep going, especially if it's your passion. Now, if it's like, okay, I'm good at this. Should I turn it into something? Maybe, but if it's like second nature and it comes to you like automatically and you don't have to think twice about it, then you know that's that's what you need to be doing. That's how I take it. You're right. You're not wrong. Cause that's how I feel. I don't. I don't think I'm good at this shit. I really don't. I mean, you don't have to be good at it. There's no perfection in talking. Ooh. It's just you. I want to quote that. Can I steal that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Copyright. <laughs> That was beautiful. There's no perfection in talking. Wow. That was beautiful. You just be authentic. Be y- yourself. Well, that was a struggle at first because I was always struggling to, and it probably sounds wrong, but I, I, I just, I didn't want to cause controversy, especially because I can't afford to to rely on on money if I do create controversy because I don't have any backup plan. You know, for me, if I not that I would I would ever say something controversial, but who knows? Maybe one day I do. I don't fucking know. But as of now, I don't think I have. But let's just say I did. Let's just say I said something controversial, and I don't have the same luxuries as like a celebrity, mm. where they can just sit back and uh, stay at the house and just wait till things cool down because they have money. They have money to sit back and relax. Man, if I if I went through the same thing, I'd probably get fired. I had to find a job because my job would be like, ah, oh, we don't, we don't hire people like that, you know, because they want to send a message to the public. Like mm-hmm. they, we don't tolerate this shit, but they're not doing it because of me. They're doing it for them, protecting their image, you know. So it would always make me scared in that aspect. The fact that, well, what if somebody reports me, and what if, what if uh, they find out that I smoke marijuana on the podcast? What are they going to think of me? And I I'll, mean, smoking weed is very legal in some states now, in most states now, with your yeah, but it's still federally le- illegal. Yeah. I so, mean, but you have everything that you need to cover yourself in that aspect. True. True. But it's still that fear because, you know, ima- imagine imagine if it's kind of like this. If you were doing a podcast and then the whole school found out, you'd be like the talk of the school. And as much as it's good to have attention, I think to a certain extent, you'd be like, damn, like, why y'all so nosy? Why do you care? 
that's how that's how I always felt like at work. Like if they found out, mm. it would be like the talk of the building. Like, oh, did you hear? Did you hear that episode with Marcos? He was he was ranting and he was smoking weed and he sounded crazy. I didn't know he was like this. Because usually at work, I'm I'm pretty quiet. I keep to myself and I say hi to you know friendly. The way I look at it is I treat them like my neighbors. Hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. And you just keep on going. Uh, so that was always that fear of people judging me, of people snitching on me. That's how I thought. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah, because people are going to judge you forever. That's nothing. Yeah. That's, that's not going to go away. Now I don't give two shits what you think of me. Yeah, you can only be you. I'll put it like this. If let's just say my job found out. And they're, they're like, hey, we don't support this message. Um, you're going to have to stop. or Not that they could, but I'm just saying, hypothetically, mm-hmm. worst case scenario, they, or they tell me you have to stop doing that because we'll give you one last chance, you know, to keep your job. Man, I would give them the middle finger and walk out. Yeah. Because this, this, this passion that I have for podcasting is a feeling that I can't, I can't describe it. I don't know if you have that with uh, baking, with, Absolutely. which we'll talk about soon because I keep ranting about me. But if someone took this away from me, I would do everything in my power to stop them because I found something that that I enjoy mm-hmm. so much that I'm willing to throw everything else away f- to keep it. Yeah. But it wasn't until your episode that I really started to realize that. It wasn't until I started talking to you again during that episode and I, I don't think that episode was good for me personally just because again we're on we're our own worst, worst critics yeah but what it did do for me it reminded me like hey don't be stupid this is something you truly love because the moment we started recording on our first episode boom it was back i was like oh shit you're sad but your heart is beating you got butterflies in your stomach mm-hmm. why do you want to get rid of this Cause some fucking random stranger is gonna start hating on you. So what? Fuck them. Mm-hmm. You don't even know them. The only thing that matters <laughs> is who I'm in here with. Mm-hmm. And I don't see you cussing at me. I don't see you saying "fuck you." Your show sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're having a good time, and and that's I think that's that's what is my extra motivation is to know that I'm doing this with people that I genuinely care about. Yeah. And, and I'm genuinely laughing with. You have to have a good support system. And a good group of people around you. That's true. I'm blessed, man. I have I have a I have friends that like you, or uh, friends friends like my 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 wrestling. Uh, what do you call her? My wrestling compadre. Yeah, thank God for them, cause your girl can't. I can't hang <laughs> with you. I can't. But for reals, man, it's I I I did a post recently on Instagram, cause uh, I don't promote the show. I I promote it on Instagram. Well, mm-hmm. I just like make posts on Instagram when I release an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't I don't advertise it. I don't do you know how like Instagram if you do a business account it mm-hmm. tells you do you want to pay to have it yeah distributed like to people. I don't do that. Well, my friends that know about it know about it because they asked, but I don't like to talk about it. Uh, it's it's for me and for me only. Yeah. But dude, somehow. I have a thousand downloads already and I'm trying to figure out how because I haven't promoted and I only have about less than 20 friends that I've told. You never know who's listening. I don't know. 
it's kind of freaky like one of my episodes that i released Mm -hmm. within the first three days i had 30 people listen to it and i know that's probably horrible (laughs) because i'm i know there's probably podcasters out there that get 30 listening 30 listens every second i mean look you can't beat yourself up first of all you're just starting out right right second of all you're doing this like you just said for you and it's not for entertainment you're not doing like uh what is it like social media um news politics stuff like that you're strictly doing it for you sometimes i do politics yeah i'm just not good at it but i mean but it's not like a a daily like podcast show where they're oh, talking right. about like like informative things or things that's happening right. in the world you just do it strictly for you and for your friends to come on here and just for us to chit chat so and i'm telling you it's done wonders i mean who let would it be your therapy who would have thought that you and i would be in here just talking and who would have thought that you shit? and i have connected like this that's what i love about it too it's yeah. not only not only is this podcast a therapy this podcast is also um it almost feels like a bridge that connects me with my friends like a rekindling a friendship yeah you know what i mean exactly like hey how's it been mm-hmm. let's hang out well, i don't want to hang out i have a podcast oh, i'll come over <laughs> <laughs> but you know like it really does and because i don't want to keep talking about me but just final thought with my, with my my podcast rant is man it's just so amazing to to do this and keep going and whether it's you or or your husband or maybe who, who knows maybe one day it's your kids Mm-mm. when they're old enough I'm like hey uh uncle marcos yeah can I come on your show <laughs> what are you gonna talk about nothing what happened about, at middle school today we're gonna talk about you <laughs> talk about me when they turn 18 they'll be ready Oh my god! Ready to talk about you and, and spill all the tea. Oh my god! It's just amazing, though. It, it really is. Uh, if if anyone's listening and and they're wondering, man, why is this guy talking so much about podcasting all the time? It's just a reminder. Like, if you really do have a dream, don't let go of it. First of all, he can do whatever he wants. It's his show. That's first. You can talk about whatever you want. Second, he can talk about whatever he wants because it's his show. What are you talking to? I'm talking to whoever got beef with no. you. I'm about talking about you on your podcast rant. And so well, it's just, his show. Oh, I see what you're saying. No. N- well, And you if know. they got beef with you, they got beef with me. And that's on Mary Hallow Lamb. <laughs> what the fuck? But it, hey, listen, I'm being serious though. If you have a dream, no matter how, look, there's an audience for anything. I was serious too. I know. I'll, I'll mess somebody up. No, no, you don't have to. <laughs> I love you. You don't have to do that. <laughs> but for reals, um, don't ever let anyone tell you you can't do something. Don't let nobody take your shine away. Fuck no, man. Because when I before I even started this, I didn't even know what how to start. It took me a while to figure it all out. Like your groove, get everything down. Yeah. Your rhythm. Everything. And I had help. I had help doing this. Uh, I had a guy that helped me. My, my buddy, Cody Jumper, if you're out there, I love you, buddy. We just did an episode last last time. But he helped me build the, the studio. Mm. Uh, I had a guy that told me what equipment to buy. He showed me how how to distribute it with this uh, website and all this. And I had a guy that did the cover art. 
no one taught me how to do that. No one, no one told me what to do. I, I had to figure this out on the go. Yeah. But it's been so rewarding. Like I lose money doing this. I think that's my fear that if I were to start up my own podcast, cause it would be by myself this time go around and not with somebody else. Oh, really? Like, if I were to do it, where would my steps be? What would I even be talking about? What would I want my show to look like and things like that? You definitely got to find a topic. But I don't see. I, I hate when people say that. And I just said it because I don't have a topic. I don't I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about when, when we're doing these. And I always feel like a Joe Rogan imposter. Joe Rogan, if you're listening, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be. Who is Joe Rogan? He's probably the most. uh he is, in fact, the most popular podcaster, and uh, he is someone who has brought a lot of uh, attention to conversations that have never been heard before. Mm. So he, he's kind of revolutionary in that aspect because he has, for instance, uh, one day he'll have someone that talks about uh, World War Two. Like, have you ever heard of Operation Paperclip? Mm. OK, so. Just a little, just to give you an example, Operation Paperclip was, uh, what, what do you call it? There were Nazi scientists who got deported mm-hmm. to the United States and they became employees for NASA. So the space program, when they went to the moon, most of those scientists were from Germany and they were Nazis. Same men that were fucking gassing Jewish people. Chill. Yeah, so he has, he was, so my point is he was able to have those conversations on his podcast and that honestly made people more interested because like, yo, I've never heard of this. Like, yeah. how is this even a thing? But then he also has, he has, so he has kind of like educational episodes, but it's just like this. They're just talking. It's mm. not like, and today's lesson will be Operation Paperclip and here's the lesson. No, mm. it's just a conversation between him and the person who knows about that because they studied it for so long. And they, they talk in a way where everything is uh, understandable. Mm. So I always make the joke that, like, I went to high school and didn't learn shit. I mean, that's not a joke. <laughs> and then I listen to Joe Rogan, and now I know more. Yeah. Because of him. But then he also has episodes like him, like what we're doing right now, where he just talks to his friends. They don't know what they're going to talk about, but they just have a good time. Mm. And that's why I always say, like, man, part of me always feels like an imposter. Because um, I don't want to feel like I'm piggybacking off of him. I don't want to feel like my thoughts are his thoughts. But having this platform, I feel like would make you, and I feel like it has made you want to educate yourself more about things that you're interested in talking about. Oh, yes, absolutely. So that you do more research, that you know what you're talking about, so that when you get on air, you know exactly what you're saying, everything that's factual, everything that's not factual, so that you have everything down. So I think in a way you're your own teacher and it makes you want to learn more about things that you're interested in. Definitely. I, I've definitely changed the way that I, I, I uh, view myself as far as, um, and I hate that I do it sometimes, but when I have conversations just in general, mm. whether it's at work or wherever, I, 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 I find myself now paying attention to what I say because I, I, I use that. So when I'm in here, consider this like the show right Mm. the curtains come up time to start the show boom but when i'm not doing this i consider it like practice where i'm practicing with people yeah so i'll talk and i realized along the way i say like a lot i'll say uh like uh you know 
like uh, it was raining or like I went to the store to the store mm. I say like a lot and I've recently been have I've been trying to break that habit because I don't want to say like all the time I would not have thought like that if I had this podcast I would just keep saying and like uh yeah fucking Jim fucking stole my wallet <laughs> like what the fuck you know but now I find myself changing the way I talk and it's only because I want to be understandable for everyone. Mm. And there's still times where I mess up because my points don't get across the right way. But I'm more detailed now because of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And, and even you just grow from your mistakes and keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And even though, again, even though I feel like I have so much. See, I just said like again. Even though I feel as if I have so much more to learn because I know I do. It doesn't feel like I'm being taxed. It doesn't feel as if I should stop. It just makes me want to keep going and going and going. And I think that's what a dream is supposed to make you feel. A dream is supposed to make you feel that no matter how hard it may feel, keep going. Because if someone took this away, I'd probably be fucking sad. I'm not even going to lie. I'm like, wait, but I was having such a good time. Why would you take that away from me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you've been a podcaster. Don't you miss it? I do a little bit. Um, For us, though, we were very unorganized and we would have dates and we were supposed to record and it didn't happen. And then weeks, days would pass by and then weeks would pass by and you'd be like, okay, so are we doing this or not? And I think that's what it really just came down to because we're both moms. Um, And it just came down to like, okay, we're both busy. We both had different endeavors that we're trying to accomplish and achieve right now. Um, either we can come back to this podcast and think about doing it later or it's just end it. And I think we just kind of decided to end it. That kind of sucks. I really liked your podcast too. Thank you, you. You vibed off each other so well. I've known her since we were in diapers, pull-ups maybe. Why would she stab you in the back like that? She didn't stab me kidding. in the back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She's listening. I know you did. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's my girl. But, I mean, you said, you just said earlier you want to get back to it, but you just don't know how? If I, yeah, like, if I've thought about always, like, coming back to doing it, but if I did do it, what would I talk about? Would it be, like, what what avenue would I want to take? Would I want to do, like, a therapy mental health type of vibe? Would I want to do, like, a couple's vibe? And if that's the case, I got to get him on board and get on his schedule. You should do it both. Nobody nobody have time to mess with him. He got his own schedule going on. I think you should do it all. I think I should do, I really like the the couple's thing, but, you know. That would be cool. He's he's got his own agenda. once, Once every two weeks, man. Because that's also the thing is you got to be consistent if you're going to do it. And that's the other thing, like, because I think I had texted you, like, you know, about what type of equipment I should buy or what what did you get? Because I had thought about, like, jumping back into it. Yeah. But my other thing, too, was like, well, where am I going to put it? I don't have, like, the space to put it in the room or anything like that. Oh, Um, I see. So. Yeah, that's one thing I got lucky at. Not not saying that it's bad for you. It's not. <laughs> but I'm lucky that I don't have kids and I don't have to give this room up. Because yeah. if I had kids, I couldn't be doing this in this room because I'd have to give it to them. Like, God, you got to have somewhere to sleep, obviously. Mm-hmm. We'll probably revisit it down the line, maybe. Maybe get a bigger house and some more rooms or something. 
I think you should. I enjoy your podcast. Shout out to Bad Moms Podcast. Is it Bad Moms? Yeah. Bad Moms it's Podcast. It's so funny because you know how Facebook has like the memory thing. Yeah. It came up a couple of days ago oh, of our first no. episode and I was like, huh. All right. Let's keep going with the rest of this day. Let's just keep, well, you let's got, keep going. You got to jump back into it. I'm telling you, once you find your flow and once you know that you're comfortable, there's really nothing that can stop you. Yeah. Because even though this is going to get distributed here in a few days, in this moment right now, you and I, it's just you and I. There's no interruptions. There's no no worries about, well, if I'm speaking, if I'm speaking in the moment, what are people going to think of me? There's none of that. Yeah. Like if we decide to stop it right now, we can stop it right now. We don't have to listen to anyone. We we decide when to stop, you know. And just to have that freedom, fuck man. Like I don't have that freedom at work. Yeah. You know when when I when I go to work, I have to listen to someone. I have to do what the company tells me to do. You got to do this today. You got to do that. But when I'm here, ain't nobody I'm listening to. Yeah. I, I I'm not saying that I'm power hungry, but shit, I call the shots. I decide when what day I'm gonna do it. Obviously, with your consideration, I'm not trying to say like I'm gonna tell you what to do. I don't. That sounded bad. I don't tell. I don't tell my guests what day they have to do it or else. I work with them because it's it's an honor to even have you in here and spend some of your time. But that's the hardest part. It's just scheduling. But once it's here, there's no boss. Ima- like imagine if I did have a boss, that'd probably suck. I'm like, fuck, man, I want to do podcasting. Like, you know what? I'm not I'm not gonna be able to make it. Yeah, mm. I would probably start calling in. <laughs> I want to do this shit. Fuck you. <laughs> Eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about me and podcasting, man. I've already talked. To, uh, dude, I, I, we're already going almost on an hour. What the fuck? Can you believe that? What time is it? 8.08? Jesus. Six. Feels like it's been five minutes. What's going on with you? What happened with this uh, job that you told me about? Oh, my that God. You, please. That you said you, want, <laughs> you said you wanted to tell me on air. She's like, I'll save it for the podcast. What happened? What happened? By the way, for those that don't know, Erica is an amateur baker, but she is slowly becoming an amazing baker. Listen. Not saying that you weren't before. Because those snickerdoodle cookies you got me were fucking amazing. Were there snickerdoodles? Yeah, right? Or sugar? Sugar. Yeah. I, I forgot about that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you were so excited. You, you're not even tipsy. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just. I remember you were so excited. Like, dude, I got this job. Man. Yeah. What happened? I think with turning 30, uh-huh. I've just. I know what avenue I want to be in with my life. I know where I want to go with my career. And I know what I want to do mm-hmm. as moving forward um, with my life, I guess. So for right now, anyway, because I'm in a space where I can be at home and not have to really worry about working because hubby is doing that. And he's made it very clear multiple times that, hey, I don't want you to work anyway. Why don't you just stay at home? But I can't do that. The independent woman in me won't let me do that. And I can't do that. But um, I'm just not going to settle for any basic job anymore. Okay. If it's going to be something that I'm going to pursue, I want to be there for 
many years to come full term and not have to quit. I'm tired of working dead end jobs that aren't getting me anywhere, but an emotional wreck at the end of it. So right now I'm taking some time for me. I do have some news though that I'll tell you off air because I don't want to put it into the atmosphere yet if it doesn't happen. But you should totally put it in the air. No, I'm scared to. You should. You just told me you should be scared. What are you doing? I told you I have to take my own advice. <laughs> I don't want to. This is true. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'd definitely love to hear it off air. Yeah. Let's try and remember because usually I always say, "Hey, let me tell you this off air," and I always forget. You can text me. If let you me. Forget. Let me. Let me write that down. So I don't. I'm serious. I forget. What is it? Tell me a secret. Sure. <laughs> You can put that. Tell me big secret. (laughs) But I just. Hashtag juicy. I'm done settling. (laughs) Hashtag juicy. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, podcast name. Mm. Hey, write that down. You want that? Yeah. You can have that one. I'm, gonna, I'm actually, you know what's cool? I'm going to actually bleep that out when I edit the episode so they don't know what we just... That, make, that makes it happen. But now make, I have to do something with it. God dang it. That always makes me feel cool when I bleep something out. Okay, don't say it too okay. many times. Don't, <laughs> you have to bleep it out Yes. <laughs> don't make me work harder. Yes. I love that. That's your new podcast name. See, now you have to do yes. it. Yes. You should do it. Even Look, even if you do one episode a month, do it. You know why? Because at the end of the day, by the time you get old enough to really appreciate it, you'll have so many episodes that you can look back on and listen to. Uh, like, I'll tell you one of my goals for me with this podcast. If I ever do have kids, mm-hmm. I'm not going to release them because they're for me and my family only. But, but they have something to listen but I'm gonna, to. But I'm going to make episodes of my kids, even when they're five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way until I die. And they're just going to be for us. So whenever they miss dad... And they're having a rough time. Mm-hmm. They can go back and listen to my laugh. They can go back and listen to my advice. They can go back and listen to why they were mad at their brother when they because they stole their peanut butter jelly sandwich. Like I want to leave. I want to leave. So sweet. Yeah, I want. I honestly want to li- leave that as a legacy for them, not for pride or anything, but just because I want. I want them to know, even though I'm gone, I'm still there. All you gotta do is hit play. Like that. That's a, that's a huge motivation for me. That's amazing. And those episodes will not be released. They'll stay with me. Now, if I die and they release them, God damn it, you fuckers. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but you, that's what I'm saying. Like, you should do it. Like, don't don't worry about putting it into the atmosphere and being scared. Fuck that. You honestly, you gave me the strength to not give a fuck anymore. Well, see, and now here you are going, I don't know. It's, it's different because for me, I've, I've, it's like if something happens, I guess when you're younger or you, you're, you're more immature, Things happen and then you run into like Facebook or you run into next. Oh, so this is like off subject, but Let's in those ahead. in we those can... pictures that I took. What pictures? For my 30th. Yo, that was a legit photo shoot, dude. That was amazing. Did you expect that kind of response? No. That, I only that... put that out there for me. Yeah, but that went viral. Well, within our group, obviously. Yeah, within the people that I Because you got, like, what, over almost 200 likes? Yeah, I guess. Jeez. You know, you know, your hubby was like, yo, what it do, baby? <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I told you what he said. 
All right, it's over. You can go home and take that off now. <laughs> what was what was the inspiration for that photo shoot? Because that was the way you put that online was beautiful. Like the the message mm-hmm. and then the photos. Your appearance, you just looked like a queen. Like what, what was that motivation? Oh, thank you. Well, the original motivation was I wanted it to be a death to my twenties photo shoot. Oh jeez. But so dark. Events, yeah, events happened that day that didn't allow me to get all the props and things that I needed it for me to have. So all I had was that black dress. Oh, I see. Yeah. And um I was supposed to have like the black balloons. We were supposed to do it in like a graveyard type atmosphere. What the fuck, Erica? Yeah. I was all <laughs> in. I was like, yes, twenties are dead. Fucking emo in your thirties now? <laughs> But from what I wanted to do was like a death to my 30s, but like a a rise to my or a death to my 20s, but like a rise to my 30s or like mm. a, I've arrived in my 30s. But timing and things just didn't happen for me that way. But um, so you just went with this photo, a regular photo shoot because mm. I remember the balloons were like gold. The balloons. Or well, you, and like, see, like that was color. last minute, too. So I I got a number 30 balloon one the the three was silver and then the zero was pink and i actually was about to go get some um black balloons because i had time because we were doing the photo shoot in two places so once we left the first photo shoot um where i got surprised with my family being there yeah that um, was beautiful man oh my god i don't even know how they pulled that off but they Oops. had the balloons there for me. And so I didn't have time Aww. because I was crying and my makeup was running off. And they, my um, photographer was like, if you want, you can go get the balloons now. And then we'll go to the second spot and I'll shoot some more there. And it just didn't happen because I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen my mom in two years due to COVID. But since we moved back to Tulsa, I hadn't seen my St. Louis family at all in about right. five years. Who set that up? Um, My cousin and Steven did. Shout out to hubby and cousin. Yeah. That was beautiful. And I thought something was up because they were both acting strange and texting me like irregularly. And I'm oh, like, really? something's going on. Somebody's about to come down here. It's just a maritime before somebody pops up on me. So I'm I'm ready. Wherever they are, I'm ready. But I was not ready for that. You're ready for your mom. I thought that they that were going to surprise me at like dinner or something. And everybody was going to be there. And I was just in my mood, like in my zone, taking my photos. And then she goes, okay, put your arms here. And I'm like, okay. And then she goes, now turn around. And I'm like, how am I supposed to turn around with, with my arms here and these heels on? <laughs> and my mom goes, Erica, turn around. Oh, and I turn wow. around and I'm just like, oh, no. And you lost it. I lost it. The way that she captured those photos were beautiful. I... Like, it. it was beautiful I, even, when i saw that i was just like wow like the power of being reunited with family because she captured it so beautifully like when you turn around and then boom mm-hmm. like man i'm glad she didn't get my face and she just got the side of my face and she got my mom's face was your mascara coming down? oh my god <laughs> plus my eyes were probably all black from my makeup oh. i had just got my makeup done that morning and, and ugh. That's a beautiful way to go into your 30s, though. Did you shoot it on your birthday? The day before. The day before? Mm. Oh, you're 29. Get out of here. You ain't 30. <laughs> the next day I was. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's beautiful, though. <laughs> to be surprised with family. Oh, St. Louis. 
Nellieville. <laughs> hey, uh, did you hear about? Wait, did we finish that story about the bakery? Because I was kind of confused. Why okay. did you end up leaving? You just needed some time alone. Oh, so I. <laughs> you be getting off topic, bro. I've had multiple interviews within the last three. No, are uh, you finished with your drink? Almost. Sorry, go ahead. I've had multiple interviews within the last um, maybe two and a half months. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten the job every time. But something happens at the last minute where I just either something happens on their end where the job doesn't just it doesn't go through and I'm not able to start or it's mean something happens with me and I'm not able to start. So I've taken it as a sign that, you know. Maybe I'm being rushed. I'm rushing into these jobs just to take them to have some income, but it's not going to help me prosper in the long run. If anything, it's going to drain me out more. And that's the situation that I just left from with being at the hospital due to COVID. So I'm just like, oh, that's right. Yeah. So I'm not going to put myself back into any more situations that are going to drain me mentally. I'm not going to be there for my family physically and mentally or for myself. So moving forward, I'm not. It sounds bad. I have the luxury to do this right now. N- not working? Yeah. But. That doesn't sound bad. Um, I mean, it sounds bad to me because I'm just like, I don't. Like, people are like, what do you do for a living? Like, I'm a housewife. And they're like, oh, you're a housewife? Like, no, it's not like all glamorous who, and everything that you think is cracked up to be. You said who gives a fuck what people think. I know. Take your own advice, I woman. told you I can't do that. No, I, no, fuck that. If you can afford it, that's a blessing. Doesn't mean you can feel. You should feel bad. I mean, you know, for right now, we can do it. Um, of course, I'm, I'm going to get back to work because I mean, what works for us works for us. Right. Um. But. But you were really excited about that last job because I'm not going to say the name that it was going that you were going to work at. Mm. But it sounded like it was a very good baking baker baking it was yeah it was going i thought i was going to open up some doors to help me progress in my craft but it was only temporary it wasn't going to be like a full-time thing oh i see so when i got to the interview i didn't know that and they told me that and so i took the job and accepted it but something happened on their end and they weren't able to proceed with me so i was like you know what that's fine anyway i really don't care Mm. so What's for me will be for me. That's true. And you're very spiritual too. Like you're very in touch with your spirituality. Do you have a lighter? I don't. That would be you, sir. Do you have a lighter? If I leave for like a minute. I'm a star singing. Can you you keep going? Can you keep going? Yeah. Keep going. No dead silence because I hate dead silence. What am I going to talk about? I don't know. Talk to the people. Promote your, uh, promote the bakery. Oh, that's right. So, if you don't follow me on Instagram or on um, follow her bitches <laughs> on Facebook. I'm to sound like Dave <laughs> I'll be back. All right. If you don't follow me on those platforms on Instagram or on Facebook, uh, it is the Sweetery Tulsa. Um, I make desserts, pastries, pies, cakes, whatever you can think of. I name it. Um, I name it. I can do it. You name it. I can do it. So follow me there. Um, and that's just something that I do on the side. 
uh, for right now. I'm trying to make it into a full-blown business. My goal is to eventually open up my own bakery um, or have a, um, a food truck so that I can distribute food throughout different cities and travel with my food truck. So that's something that I want to do with my bakery. I'm back. He's back. Did that take long? No. Sorry, sorry, go ahead, keep going. No, I was able to ramble. Go ahead, go ahead, keep going. No, so I, I just, so that's something I want to do is eventually is to open up my own and have like a food truck or something to keep, to to have some longevity so that my kids don't have to worry about going and making their own. Even if that's something that they want to do, they can always fall back on mom and have something. You're talking about the bakery? Mm-hmm. Good things are coming. I've tried those cookies. It's that time. Is that time? I don't it's have any more. I have to order some more. Really? Yeah. I was doing this with others, but then I realized I only like doing it with you. With me? Because I bought it from you. <laughs> Guess what we're doing? Yeah, I don't even upkeep with that anymore with like that shop. Really? Because I think I'm just really focused on my baking right now. There I don't want to take anything else away from it. I'm lighting some sage friends that I bought from Erica. Adios, demonios! <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. Adios. <laughs> El Espíritu Santo. I I don't know what I was doing the other day, but I got so mad. I was so so mad, and I just started saging the whole house. Did you? Yeah. And Stephen was the, like, what I, is your problem? I love the smell of this thing. It's wonderful. Some people say that it's like really nasty smell. He doesn't like the smell. I'm like, dude, we can definitely balance this out because I don't like the smell of what you got uh, lighting up down there. Hey, 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 hey. Whatever. Hey, don't you disrespect the sacred plant. Don't you disrespect <laughs> the real sacred plant. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> My stupid ass is just waving it in the air. <laughs> Well, even like you're at a, a Kiss concert. So. I am at a fucking concert. I'm at the Demons Be Gone concert. <laughs> <laughs> this is like our tradition, man. It smells so good. It does. I don't I, know. He's tripping. It, it, it's kind of, it, I will say, it, you have to get used to it, though. It's very herbally. Oh, I can feel the demon leaving my body. It's so good. I need to uh, put it in my car. You can put it in your car? I'll need to sage my car, damn. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at all that energy. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. It's literally protecting us. Come on now. Doesn't get my breath in that. How could we Except be scared? Jesus. How could we be scared when we got something like that in the room? I'm trying to tell you. Come on now. I love that sage. Mm. I, was, I, was, I was wanting to do that before I left. Sorry for leaving for a little bit. Be gone, demons. Every time I light it, that's what I think of you. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Be gone, demon. Adios, demonios. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still trying to get Spanish people on here, but nobody wants to do it, man. Nobody? I'm trying to find, uh, I mean, I've offered a few people and they're just like, I'm too nervous, which I get. You know, I get that. A lot of people think that it's bigger than what it is and it's not. What you scared for, people? Well, you know, they probably got kids and most of my friends have kids now and they don't want to be recognized. And if they are recognized, same thing as I had when I was first fearful. What will they think of me? No. But I always tell them you can use a fake name. Oh, but don't recognize my voice. I don't care. And I'm like, I don't. 
I don't promote it. You gonna know who I am. That's right, and that's why you're in here. Mm. What are you, we talking about you before gonna I get left? All this glory. What were we talking about before I left? I forgot. I was talking about the bakery. Oh yeah, so you left. Well, you didn't get the job. No, you got the job, but then they fucked I've up. I got all jobs and haven't taken a position. Haven't started a single day anywhere. What about like a part time? Would you do that? Yes. That'd be cool, right? Depending on where it is. You know who has a really good bakery? What? Reesers. Have you thought about them? I used to work at Reesers. Uh, As that a baker? Was, no, that was my first job. Oh. <laughs> right out of high school. Like, the, I had my interview the day before graduation and the day after graduation I started. My parents were like, uh-uh, you're not just going to be sitting around on your butt this summer. Mm-hmm. How long did, uh... How long did you work there? I was there a year. Oh, you should go back. They Just for the quit. bakery. Oh, your parents? Mm-hmm. Because mm. them TCC grades was not kicking it. Mm. Them, I was kicking it with Steven and not TCC. <laughs> 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 That's funny. <laughs> but they have a really good bakery. Like, Have you ever had their stuff? Mm-hmm. It's good shit. They have really good cookies. They do. They're mm. too good. Yeah. They're the devil. You work at research and get that discount. They get a discount. Yeah. How much was it when you were there? I don't remember, but them things, them cookies were only like twenty five cents for us. Oh, I see. So that's all we would get on like our breaks. We'd like get like sugary snacks and just eat them. (laughs) It was some fun times working at research as a teenager. So then, what's the direction for you and the bakery? Because you've been getting. It's been growing a little bit. It's been getting a little attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that. Well, what, 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 what's the direction you want to go in now? I tell you when we get off air. Oh, is that the secret? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I like being your friend. I like mm-hmm. secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Well, it sounds like good news, and it's always a good thing to have that. It really is. Yeah, I just hope it all goes the way that I want it to. Well, that's the same way that I was saying with the podcast, right? Is for you, that's like your passion. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're in there cooking, fuck, I don't know how many orders you do, but let's just say you do it for, let's just say you do 20 orders. 20 orders doesn't feel like work when you're enjoying what you love to do. For sure. What, like what, what's the, what, what's your mostly, what's your favorite part about doing all that? Like what's the one thing that gives you butterflies every time or what's the one thing that allows you to get up every morning and know that I'm going back to this. I'm going back to this passion that I have. Um, Really just creating things and seeing how they come out, following the recipe, making things, seeing it come to life, making it like breathe. You know what I mean? Like giving it texture, seeing things come into formation the way that they're supposed to. That's what really excites me when, when it starts to form and come together. I remember one of your posts that you you shared with uh, with Facebook was when uh, you showed a photo of a cake that didn't turn out the way it was supposed to, mm-hmm. and it it really upset you. Mm-hmm. But then you grew to really appreciate that post and that photo. I got so much um, commentary on that post about it looking good and it um, looking. I guess, well, I got a lot of, like, good criticism from it, I guess I could say. Um, And 
in particular, the person that the cake was going to, she got on there and loved it. So, um, and there was two cakes on there. One, um, was like a, like a makeup themed cake. I had made cupcakes with it and the cupcakes turned out wonderful, but that cake, boy, I was stressed about that cake. (laughs) I was crying. It looked like it was melting. I was crying. So it was like fondant on there, but what is that? So it's fondant. It's kind of like, um, you're throwing, Hey, just heads up. You're throwing big words at me. And (laughs) because I don't understand them, I'm going to take them as disrespect. Watch yourself. You hush your mouth. <laughs> By the way, that's from Kevin Hart in the 40-year-old version. I'm not crediting myself. Was he in that movie? He was. It was briefly, but he's in that movie. He's in the part where uh, he's buying a TV, and then he goes, uh, I'm going to need you to throw in a warranty for free. I've, I don't think I've seen 40-year-old version. He's so young in it. Oh, my God. Good movie. But anyways, what is this fondue? Is it fondue? Is that what you said? Fondant. Fondant. What is that? So it's kind of like, um, like if you see most cakes and they're decorated and they have some type of like, not like frosting texture on there uh-huh. and they have like little decorative things that are on top of it. Most of the time it's fondant and sometimes you can use it to cover like a whole cake with or whatever. So that's what I did. Okay. But it didn't turn out great. Turned out really bad, actually. But the uh, pieces that were on there, like there was like lipstick and makeup. And then she wanted like a little stethoscope because she was graduating nursing school. So she put, I put a little stethoscope on there and I had like a makeup brush. All that stuff was fine. It was the cake itself that turned out bad. Oh, yeah. And so when I gave it to her, um, she wasn't mad or anything like that. She was just like, you know. For the amount of time that I gave you and what you did with it, I appreciate it. The kids are just going to eat it anyway, so it's really fine. I really am not too worried about it. You did a good job. I will still come back to you if I need something in the future, so don't feel like, you know, you were defeated on it. Um, she just gave it. you constructive criticism. Yeah, she was really good about it. Um, now, that other cake that I posted on there, Homegirl was not happy. I thought it turned out really good for my first time doing that type of cake. And she was like, can you send me a picture? And I was like, I sure can send you a picture. <laughs> and it, that backfired <laughs> in my face. <laughs> I sent her that picture. She came the back way. with the quickness and was like, uh-uh, that ain't it. The way you just did that. <laughs> I sure can. I could see the excitement on your face. I was so happy. <laughs> and then it instantly got taken away. <laughs> And she was just like, no, this is not it. This doesn't look like what I sent you. And I was oh. like, this is definitely what you sent me. Yeah. And I did more with it than what you asked for me to do. So she was just like, it looks really runny. It doesn't look solid. Like, I don't really like how it turned out. I guess because, you know, you did such and such cake that I thought was going to turn out a little different for me. And I'm just like, okay, well, your expectations were high. <laughs> Sorry about it. I mean, I'm just starting out here. <laughs> you so. make that sound like a bad thing. <laughs> Sorry, your expectations were high. Well, isn't that the point? <laughs> yeah. So I had to take that too with the grain of salt. And uh, was that rough for you? Like dealing with your very first experience and something that, that you love? was rough because, and 
not to get off subject, but so I'm on like these baking groups on Facebook. And so I took that same picture, put it in the group and I was like, hey, this is what I was trying to achieve. What can I do to make this better? Oh, I have a I couple more that. hours to, to um, until the person comes to pick it up. And they were giving me like instructor criticism, like you should have did this, or you should did that. Whoa. Yeah. That's it's, so cool. Yeah. So. I love being in groups like that because they give you insight of what you can do better. Um, they don't, there are some like people in there that are just like, why are you doing it? Like this is that, like being real negative and there's real, some haters. Yeah. But for the most part, people are really like, we're Supported. all in this together. This is oh, what you should so do. Cool. Um, if you are giving it to the person, this is what you should do as far as like getting money back or giving like a credit back or something like that. Oh, I remember that because he recently just implemented that new rule. Listen here. Talk I'm going to me, need talk, all that cash. Talk to me about up front. Talk to me about. Wait, 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 wait. Even me? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You ain't exempt. <laughs> 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 Uh, talk to me about that. What happened with that? I've had some regulars that have come to me that I'm really grateful for, you know, um, that come to me like almost they were coming to me on like a, a daily basis mm-hmm. um, and putting orders in at the time, which was like maybe a couple months back, like maybe March, April-ish, um, when I was really like throwing stuff out there and doing my thing, just trying to get like, you know, some money to help us out. Um. But because they got so comfortable with me and I got so comfortable with them, mm-hmm. they stopped giving me. I asked for a deposit when you place an order with me. That deposit is for me to go to the grocery store to get those things that I need so I can make your stuff. Um, the second charge is uh, labor. Right. So that I can have that to put back into my work to if I need to buy more more tools or anything like that. Um, so you're not even making profit right now, are you? I have some, but because of um, the time, or not the, not even times, but just basically, no, I guess it would be your answer, no. But um, Well, don't sound so defeated. Well, <laughs> I was trying to spruce it up a little bit. <laughs> You're like, yeah, basically, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but so they were getting comfortable. So, yes, I asked for a deposit first. Okay. Put your de- You can pay half now, and you can pay half later when I come and give you your stuff where you come pick it up from me. Um, and it got to the point where people felt they were just comfortable giving me everything up front. Well, that's money that's pulling out of my own pocket now. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because now I have to go to the grocery store off the strength of myself or on the, off the strength of somebody else to get the things I need to make for your stuff. And now you just give me everything in full, which, you know, times are hard right now. Like I said, I'm not technically working. I don't have a job. Um, so I have to go and get all those things from myself out of my own pocket. So people were getting too comfortable. And it was really me too, like. I wasn't implementing like. Wait, hold on. Let me back it up a little. Back it up a little bit because you lost me. So, if they give you the money up front, it's still bad. No. So if you give me half, well, like what I was doing was you give me half of your whatever it is now, and you give me the other half when you come to pick up your stuff. That first half, I use your first half that you deposit down to go to the grocery store. Or to go to the store and pick to up the buy things. the ingredients. To buy the ingredients or to buy like um, a cake box or whatever it is that I need for us to go ahead and complete the order. 
so that when I complete it and give it to you, you just give me the other half. And that other half goes back into my pocket either for the bakery itself so I can keep funding it. Or if I need to make another order, then that goes into that next order so I can continue to make that. But why But why was it an issue if they just gave you the money up front? It was, no, so it was an issue because uh, they would give it to me after everything has been done. So that's oh, money that's so been coming out of my pocket that I'm spending to, okay. to make the stuff. Okay, I see what you're saying now. I thought they were giving you the money before. Mm-mm, they would give it to me after everything is already done. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, that makes sense now. So now homegirl going to need everything up front in cash. Is that what you're doing now? Right now. So going forward, that's what you're doing? So moving forward, depending on what you're ordering. Now, if you have like a big order, I'm not going to make you put everything down right now, depending on how big the order is. But if it's something, yes, I'm going to need everything up front now. Okay. How do you how do you determine what, what, what a profit is for you? Because you're so new to it that... It, like is that something that you're doing with the facebook group or like hey like how should i price this mm-hmm. are you talking to them mm-hmm. that's so cool man bless the fact that there's people out there that do that stuff yeah like help out each other i, I say it all the time it. i say it all the time with like how you tell me about podcasting mm-hmm. tell me what tell me what you want to do and i'll help you yeah because that, that's what we should do man we should just help each other out we're all in the same boat and there's like videos and tutorials on how to make this and how to make that and people like share their recipes within the group on how they make this or how they dip that and things like that and with the experience that this with the experiences that other people have gone through with paying for their stuff i can go in the group and say hey this happened what should i do or people come oh, into the group and say hey that's so cool how should i price this how should um uh, what should my profit be for this? How much should I put back into my savings so that I know what to do for the next time go around right. and things like that? So that's really helpful too. But I think now just getting my momentum and rhythm up, I know what I need to do as far as putting money back into my pocket so that I can keep, keep going, going and moving forward. Man, it sounds like you're getting a really good reaction too. Because I've seen the post that you're doing on, on, on social media mm-hmm. and you've been getting a lot more reactions recently. Yeah. Like a lot more people... I love that you put yeah, you put that message out there where you said, "Hey, I either need the money up front or sorry." Well, not the money up front, but the, at least half, or else because I can't keep doing this. Because you're right, people get comfortable, and when they get comfortable, like ah, we have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. I can just pay her later. You know what I mean? Oh, I got you next time. Don't worry. No, that's not how it works. Uh, uh-uh, boo. I need it all now. Right, right. Because mm-hmm. I mean, how many times did you get burned by doing that? A lot. And it burnt me in in my pockets. And, you know, you want you want people to keep coming back to you to, to buy things from you. But at what price are you going to pay for that for yourself? Right. In the long run. Like Cause it, you can't you're not like a you're not, you're, you're not a, right now. You're not you're not a bakery that has a reputation for good stuff. Exactly. And it's just me by myself. You I don't have anybody mistakes. else working it with me. I don't have anybody else delivering stuff with me. Steven might when he can, but that's rare because he's working as well. So it's usually me and a child in the backseat and we're moving forward and we're doing what we have to do. But like there's no room for error. Yeah. When you have a selfish person that doesn't give you what you need in that moment it just sets you back it really does i'm a one person person i don't have a whole bakery where i can say hey you do this you do this you do this it's me myself and i 
Are you learning a lot from YouTube? Yes. That's where you're going to get your PhD from YouTube University. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about going to, uh, going back to school to get a culinary degree. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Man, you don't need that shit. I mean. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt. I feel like I, I want it because it's so many things that YouTube doesn't go into detail about. They might tell you how to make it, but they don't tell you why these ingredients go in first and why these ingredients go in second, why you shouldn't combine right. things and stuff You're right. like that. So the science behind it is really why I want the degree. Yeah. Could you, I can't even imagine how you, you do that. I hate cooking to begin with, but to sit there and fucking <laughs> bake, I'm like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> the only thing I'm baking is some fucking chicken tenders. <laughs> I just got to heat up. Oh my God. <laughs> heat up in the oven. <laughs> hey, uh, so have you uh have you thought about uh the long-term effect of your customers because you said that you keep getting people to come back Mm -hmm. has that been happening recently or or is that just growing little by little like repeat customers yeah i have a lot of them really which i'm grateful for and most of the time if i don't have repeat customers like a repeat customer will share most of my stuff i have one person in particular who's bought like maybe two or three things from me but she lives all the way out in jinx um and i'm you know out north so um she comes from me from time to time but whenever she can't buy she shares everything that i post that's so cool and i'm so grateful for her because she doesn't one she doesn't have to do that that's something out of her time of her day that she's doing just to help me off the strength of my um bakery and two i mean that's i mean it's really nice like i'm like oh my god you don't have to do that it's for amazing. real that's beautiful yeah what what's been what's been uh the most hectic part so far is it has it been those customers the most hectic thing which i'm still learning is delivering really i had one recently where everything was fine it was nice when it left my house and when it got to their house it was melted yeah well not even melted but it was just like misbobulated oh it's just just moving in the car yeah are you driving too fast probably so (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm not gonna lie you better slow down probably so and steven was like you need to drive 20 miles per hour I'm i'm not getting honked at do you have to put it like in a special bag I put it, it in like, depending on what the item is, I put it in like a, a like a special compartment that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but on this particular day, I didn't have my compartment. So I had a person hold it for me. Oh, dang. And this person who should not be named husband <laughs> was holding the things me for me. <laughs> We've already had this conversation, but. That's funny. Um things shifted and he was the one holding it so i'm just like how does it shift when you're holding holding it it. yeah (laughs) he said well you're driving wild i'm just like it can't be that bad he's like oh things are moving things are moving are you are you a road rager i don't think i am do you do the speed limit yeah oh no i don't think you're speeding then i I don't do the speed limit on streets you don't (laughs) i do the speed limit on the highway oh what i think that's the problem though i'm an old i'm an old timer when i drive are you yeah i'm like five miles under the speed limit i just get there when i get there well i have to be careful now you know driving while black that's a thing driving what while black that's a thing what do you mean what do you mean 
Mm-hmm. Oh, just because oh, you're talking about skin color. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. So I always have to, depending on where I am in Tulsa, I know what I can get away with and what I can't get away with. Isn't that bullshit that we had that? I mean, I think like that too, but I don't think to, I'll be honest, I don't think to that extent. Mm-hmm. But definitely when I leave Tulsa and I go to these little fucking towns, that's I'm like, nope. Gotta do the speed limit. Like, all right, girl, slow don't, down. You don't put a, a don't little put too a, fast. Don't put a don't put the hood over your head. Mm-hmm. Don't don't give yourself attention. But I know I don't have it as bad as black people, and that sucks, man. I mean, we're all one and the same. Yeah, but I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like oh my life is uh, is is just as hard because it's not. I'm not saying that. It, I mean, I've been profiled. You know, I've been called mean shit. Yeah. But man, there's something about fucking this country against black people you know what i mean yeah fucking sucks uh did, but did you recently hear about uh them passing the holiday for juneteenth what they do uh they uh i think it passed a house of representatives now so is it are they trying to make it into a national holiday yeah they're gonna make it a federal holiday that's what's up they need to but you know what would be cooler if they said uh, only black people can take Juneteenth off. I'm for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for like, it. Like, I'll, I'll work that day. But since it's going to be a federal holiday, everyone gets off. And I'm like, I don't know if we should date. I don't know if people outside of black people should take that day off. I mean, I don't want Columbus Day off, but here I am off on Columbus Day. You don't want Columbus Day off? No. I would wear the work. I don't, I don't even want that day. That day shouldn't even be he, real. I think they are doing something to where that's not going to no longer exist columbus day yeah isn't that the day where they're going to change it to indigenous people day i think so they should from the fact from the facts of what historians Mm -hmm. say that motherfucker was an asshole yeah like the way he treated indians i mean but he didn't find shit to begin with anyway yeah he just got lucky Mm -hmm. he just landed like oh yeah we're supposed to be going that way aha i found it and it was (laughs) by mistake you know what i mean but before we start talking about race, because I do want to talk about that for a little bit, uh, you are doing a special cake for me. I'm excited about this. Oh yeah, I'm gonna try the. You brought some cake over that you I'm sampling. Uh, so we'll sample it when we talk about it after the podcast. Listen, I'm really proud of this icing. Really, I have never made it by hand. You made it by hand? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is it whipped? Yeah. Whipped cream? Yeah. I got problems. <laughs> I'm going to eat the whole thing. Uh. <laughs> I'm really excited to have you do this because um, I told you a little bit about it, but my godson, um, he's actually my godson. I watched him get, I don't know what they call Christened. it. He's Catholic. So I'm, I don't subscribe to religion, so I don't know how they... I don't subscribe to, like, it's a YouTube <laughs> channel. I don't, you I don't know. You were there at his christening. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. Is that what it's called even for mm-hmm. Catholics? Yeah, I think so. I, well, I used to be Catholic a little bit. Oh, are you? Yeah. I you used, were? I used to be, yeah. Used to be. Mm. You no longer subscribe? <laughs> <laughs> I am non-denominational. Um, he's turning 13, so it's going to be a pretty big deal for him. And that's why I sent you that photo. Like, I want to fucking. <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> only marcos i just want to i just want him to think that it's a big deal so the because so for those listening 
Uh, there's this photo that went viral a few years ago of this kid that was celebrating the <laughs> fact that he was turning 13. And then it has it, they, his parents did like a photo shoot and it X'd out the pre and they just left teen because he's a teenager now. <laughs> and he looks like such an idiot. I mean, bless this kid, by the way. I'm not trying to pick on him. But he looked like such an idiot because he thought he was so grown up. <laughs> that train track one took me out. I was like, what is this? So that's like the theme that I want for the cake is I want him to think that it's a big deal so that when he gets older, I'm like, look at you, you idiot. <laughs> he thought you were so grown. Oh, my God. He's going to love it. I can't wait. His birthday is on. Uh, mm. And uh, I'm going to take him to a baseball game. And you going to the drillers? Yeah. And on that night, they're going to have fireworks. And he's so dumb in a good way. I love him. If you're listening, I love you, buddy. Okay. <laughs> but there's fireworks on that night mm. and i'm gonna tell them like dude i got this just for you <laughs> so he's gonna think oh that his God. godfather put a special request for fireworks just for him you're so awesome and then by the once we get back home i'm gonna have the cake ready mm. and it's gonna uh, when, by the time he gets in the door it's already gonna be with candles and everything and i'm gonna make sure that he has his favorite food because i'm gonna keep him entertained at the game as far as food like We'll eat after the game. Just eat a popcorn or something. Mm. And I'm a, I'm gonna try and I think his favorite food is Chick Fil A. So I'll find a way to That's finesse a that in. Yeah, I'm gonna finesse finesse some Chick Fil A into the house and boom! Happy 13th birthday, bud. Love you. <laughs> You're a teenager. You're such a man. My God. <laughs> but I'm excited, man. He's 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 gonna love it. He really is. Well, I hope he does. If he doesn't, fuck you. <laughs> well, jeez. <laughs> i'm just kidding he's a fucking cool kid man it's my brother's gonna be 15 this year oh really yeah that's cool it trips me out because he's half your age well yes exactly so when i was 15 he was born yeah holy shit you were a sophomore when he was born i was yeah a sophomore whoa and, and now, he'll be a sophomore shit he'll be a sophomore this year yeah damn his first high school experience, and he had to stay home. It goes back of COVID. to it goes back to time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did he did he pass in uh, ninth grade? Yep. That sucks, man. Passing a grade and you weren't even there. I don't really think he was like tripping. Yeah, he didn't, really? he didn't, he didn't care, care too much about it. He had, I think, like two classes at school, and then everything else was done at home. And I think eventually they converted back to, um. They went back to school because he lives in Edmond. He doesn't live in Tulsa. Oh, that's right. But I think because of what his schedule was, everything was still at home for him anyway. So he really didn't care. Damn. Yeah. That's uh, you know who I feel for, worse for is uh, seniors last year. The seniors, you gotta the juniors, feel. and the seniors because the seniors last them. year, um, they were all at home, mm-hmm. and then the juniors, well, the juniors last year. Has it been two years? I'm confused now. No. Like, I guess oh, like it's half, been one full year. Half oh. the school year for juniors, and then they turned into seniors, and then oh, seniors completely. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Holy shit, you're right. It's crazy. I feel bad for them. No prom, no graduation. Not no real prom for them. Yeah, because everything I think just got kicked back up for these seniors this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks. That that's that's it, just think about that. Just. I saw this post online where it was this baseball team, this high school baseball team, and they're obviously their baseball season got canceled because of COVID, mm. and 
the coach did something really cool. Like they dug up the the home plate, like where you bat. Mm. They dug it up and they they put a baseball, and all the seniors that didn't play were able to uh, sign the ball. Mm. And they buried it under the the base. Oh, that's cool. And they're like every time, any time a, a future baseball player for this school scores a run, everyone the the previous seniors will always score. That's cool. Because of the ball. Mm. But man, that's kind of heartbreaking because so many kids got robbed the opportunity to have their senior moment or have their senior prom. And yeah. Even just like the weddings that people had or mm-hmm. like the, the one that really hurts me the most. And knowing that the data now from COVID is the people that died alone. That fucking sucks. You mean to tell me you couldn't even try to figure something out so they didn't die alone? Yeah. Like, think about how many people went through that. That's rough. I was there for like a, a short period of time before I left working in a medical field because they weren't allowing family members to come up to visit people. And if you had it or not even if you had it, but if you were like, it was like your last touch and go moments, mm-hmm. they were only allowing like maybe one person so not even a whole family could be there only one person could be there what the fuck man yeah and that's Uh, hard to deal with because you're there's constantly people calling asking how their family member is and you want to tend to them and you just can't because of the amount of work that you have to do with your other patients how how long into covid did you stay working at the medical in the medical field i was so I guess it hit for us like March. Yeah. So I was there until I was full time until maybe um, middle of April because that's when it got tricky for my kids because everybody got to have to go home. Right. Um, And then I was part time from April until like October and then from maybe july to october i was as needed so whenever they needed an extra hand they would call me and that's how i wanted to set my schedule up because i it was who's gonna stay at home with the kids who like it it, it made more sense for me to be home than for him not to be home because his paycheck was bigger so um i stayed home which i had no problems doing things for my kids anyway but um, I stayed home and they would just call me as needed whenever they needed an extra hand on the floor. Um, and I think for a good two weeks, they needed help on a COVID floor and I was there. Whoa, you were on the COVID floor? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. So that was tough too, because, um, and let me rephrase because I wasn't, um, working with like COVID patients, I was more so working with the nurses who were working with COVID patients. That's still tricky. Right. Back then we didn't, we all didn't know how viral it was actually going to be. Yeah. So I had to literally take scrubs with me to change out, to go into my car, to make sure I wasn't bringing anything home. I took those scrubs off at the doorway, Lysol everything down to put it into the washing machine so I could just even walk up my steps. Whoa. Just so I wouldn't have the chance of trying to infect anybody in my household. Not to uh, turn the conversation too dark, but did you witness a lot of casualties? Not really. I was really thankful and blessed to not have to 
be a part of uh that perspective or that uh part of COVID um but I think everybody just got got turned up when uh COVID hit like in the medical field because well for me anyway I feel like our patients got more distraught and just like you're already crazy you're acting crazier oh when they got COVID they Mm -hmm. were acting more different Mm -hmm. how bad was it for doctors do you know because I mean I, I I read a lot about a lot of doctors were overworked and I mean, unfortunately some of them committed suicide and because of the workload and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I mean, I didn't really get to interact with doctors like that being on the COVID floor, um, helping the nurses out. Um, Cause they would take me from my original floor and move me up to a COVID floor when they needed help. Um, but um, I'm forgetting what I'm saying, so, but most of the doctors, you would see them like gowned up, like from head to toe. I believe most of them weren't able to really go home like that because they were on call for a lot of things. So if anything, if they weren't spending the night at the hospital, they were at hotels nearby just doing what they could do because they couldn't go home to their families. Jeez. Are you um vaccinated? Mm-hmm. You are? Yep. Well, you had to, huh? Because you were the first. Well, I didn't no, get vaccinated no, until um, recent. Because you left afterwards, huh? Mm-hmm. I got vaccinated, too. Some people get so mad that I tell them that I got vaccinated. I'm like, come on, man. It was my choice, not yours. I am I mean. I get the skepticism, though. Mm-hmm. I get it. Because I was skeptic about getting it. And I think it was advertised wrong by Mr. Orange Soda Face. Oh, <laughs> so once we got more clarification about what it was going to do, I was like, you know, I'll I'll see what's going on with this. I was nervous. My first shot, I was nervous. If I if I said I wasn't, I'm lying. But I was nervous. I was okay with for my first shot to get it. It was that second one because everybody was like, that second one is the one that's going to take you out. You're going to be sick for a good while. I got sick for a day. They were lying. I was sick for at least a good 48 hours. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. And the worst part of it was, it was my daughter's uh, birthday weekend. <gasps> I do remember that now. I don't know why I reacted like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like it was such a big. <laughs> no, I, I do remember. Was... I do remember that now. You told me that. Yeah, I was down. I was down for about, I want to say 20 hours. Lucky duck. I thought I, I was like they fucking gave it to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> the first one, the first shot, I took it. Nothing. Yeah, that's what happened to me. I didn't even get a sore arm. Nothing. I thought they injected me with like some air bubbles and mm-hmm. they're trying to fuck me up, but nothing. I, my arm was sore, but that was it. And that was, I mean, that's normal for me when I get shots. Anyway, my arm oh, really? was sore. But that second one, I thought I was a special breed. I'm like, dude, nothing. I, I, I didn't feel any pain. No arm sore. Same thing as you with the second one, though. Took me out. That lady was like, you're going to have flu-like symptoms. I was like, flu-like symptoms? Whatever. Forget (laughs) about it. I have more than flu-like symptoms. The only cool thing about me getting sick was that it happened on a Friday, so I had a three-day weekend. (laughs) (laughs) But Friday, that Friday morning was rough. I was just thinking, they fucking gave it to me. I got it on a Friday. Oh, you did? So Saturday, Sunday, I was down. That's, but you had a birthday party. See, I didn't have and shit it was to do. it was worse because I had to be present 
and be mom. Oh, were you still there? Yeah. <gasps> you super spreader. But <laughs> <laughs> after cake and ice cream, then I was like, all right, I'm going to my room. I'll see y'all later. No, I can't I f- hang. I, I fully understand. But you know what? It, for There's obviously people that don't want to take it, and they have the right to do that. Mm. In this country, you have the right to say whether you want to take it or not. And uh, I have no problem with that. It'd be nice if everyone took it, but you exercise your freedom to say no. Yeah. And you're allowed that. But, but I, I trust science. Yeah. I'm not I'm not smart. What were you going to say? Go ahead. What I don't like is these companies that are giving incentives to their employees like hey oh, if you get the shot we'll give you an extra pay raise it's or we'll so give fucking you. gross man yeah it's so fucking gross to see what they're doing did you see that video of the guy i think he was a politician where he said if you take the covid shot look at this cheeseburger you can go back to eating cheeseburgers and he's eating this cheeseburger on screen and then he puts a cheeseburger down and he starts going for french fries he's like look at these french fries if you take the COVID shot, this is what happens. You can enjoy this meal. And he's literally doing this this uh, video of how if you take the COVID shot, you can go back out there and enjoy a cheeseburger and fries. And this is a politician. I can do that with DoorDash. Are you kidding me? Uh, I'm, can, I'm like, that's what you that that's your marketing. That's your marketing. That's you're gonna, poor. You're marketing. gonna market market a cheeseburger and French fries. I was getting cheeseburgers and French fries during the pandemic. It's, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's so gross what they're fucking doing with that shit. It pisses me off, man. It really does. Look, I get that people are trying to promote the vaccine because I I, I want to believe that there's good intentions behind right. that. Like, hey, let's all get on board, take the vaccine, and all that. But you can't tell someone what to do. Not in this country. Yeah. Now I'm sure in North Korea, if they had the vaccine shots, guess what? You don't have an option. If they tell you you're gonna take it, guess what? You have to take it. Yeah. But. You see all these companies, like you said, offering incentives. You get to be in the lottery if you take it. Like, what the fuck? What do you mean? What the fuck do you mean? It's ridiculous to me. Like, you're pretty much forcing people that don't want to get the shot, that feel uncomfortable with it. Right. You're kind of forcing the hearing because, you know, people are tight for money these days. People are just now getting back to work. Or people that lost their jobs during the pandemic are getting new jobs and the first thing you want to do is force them to get something that they don't want so they can get that extra paycheck. Yeah. Like they're, it's like they're, they're marketing to the poor. Yeah. And they, that's know, exactly what it is. And like no rich person is going to be like thousand dollars. I make that every second I sleep. That rich person already got the shot way before all of us got it anyway. Or maybe they didn't. Mm. Maybe they said, fuck that shit. I'm not taking it. And they I'm healthy. Walking around without mask on. <laughs> Let me stop. I sound like somebody's grandma up here. About to start ranting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I said it earlier. I'm gonna trust science. You know who I don't trust though is Dr. Fauci. That motherfucker is lying now. Who is Doctor? You know all these doctors. Well, I, I just I just like staying up to date with stuff. He, Dr. Fauci is a guy who, by the way, is a lot smarter than me and will forever be smarter than me. But there were some emails that he recently that recently got leaked out from him. Oh, leaked emails. Mm. And he was saying on there that masks don't work, bro. But on on TV, he was saying that you should put them on because they work. It's like pick one, man. Oh, that's was, why I don't. Tr- that's why I don't trust the government, man. I'm gonna say something I can't say it on here. We'll say it off air. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> the unedited version will be off air. <laughs> but it's stuff like that, man. It's like, how do you expect someone to trust you when you're saying one conversation in private and then another conversation in public? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And these incentives to take the vaccine, that that doesn't make any sense. Like the fact that all these companies, again, are promoting, uh, do your part, do the vaccine. Look, man, there's some people out there that just are not comfortable with that. We just trying to get back to work. That's all we trying to do. Yeah. Like if there's there's obviously people out there that are willing to take the vaccine and they took it. I was one of those. Mm. I was skeptical at first, but I said, you know what? I'm going to take it. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to try and do my part. Uh, I'm going to. Again, I don't trust them, but I, 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 in the moment, I thought I'm going to trust science. I'm going to trust what they're saying. But I'm not surprised that people don't take it because mm-hmm. there's so there's so much back and forth that we don't know who's telling the truth anymore. Right. And this is the government. This is the 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 the, the branch of people who say they're here to help you. Like what? You can't even keep your story straight. Yeah. I'm ranting. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we go on and on. I know, man. We can go on and on. But the one thing I did want to talk about is Juneteenth. Oh, that's how do you feel about that? You were gonna say. What do you think I was gonna say? The picture. I thought you. Were <gasps> Should we talk about that? We can talk about it in a minute. Let's end it with that. Because we're already going. We're almost approaching over two hours. Dun dun dun. Let's see if we can go for like. Another two and a half. I'm for it. Well, th- how do you feel about that? Because you you're you're a black woman, and don't I'm, laugh when I say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, how, how do you feel about that? Because this city just recently had the 100th anniversary of uh, Black Wall Street riots. Yeah. Which I'm grateful for because not even. I mean, being in a black household, I knew about Juneteenth. So that was something that was, I had already known about. Um, and then, of course, moving here, um, my stepmom um, informed me um, about uh, Black Wall Street in the Tulsa uh, Black Riot Massacre that happened 100 years ago. But those are things that were have not been taught at um public schools or schools in oklahoma period i never even knew about that exactly so because central never taught us anything i'm sorry put the school out there it's too late but they never taught us anything fuck them they didn't teach us shit central central you can suck us anything central you can suck my fucking sweaty ass mexican culo after doing nothing all day and just letting the sweat build up did not teach us anything uh, i can't remember a single thing that i learned i feel there. I, I always feel dumb because i don't know what i learned yes i was just there to be a body and then i left with a diploma that i have no idea how i got i mean i definitely think that and this is off subject but going to that school definitely like in some aspects it taught you something about life and growing up and things like that which high school will do that for you anyway but I taught it taught me that I don't want to be a teen dad. Okay. But besides that, I mean, what else did it give us? <laughs> well, not uh, so I'm talking about for me. It didn't, and maybe I didn't apply myself either. But I mean, obviously, I had other problems with you know outside of the school with mm-hmm. family and shit like that. 
But even when I went to school on a day where I wanted to go to school, I didn't learn shit. Yeah. And then I, if you put a gun to my head right now and you said, name three teachers, I couldn't do it. I could probably do it. I couldn't. You know why? Because nobody made a lasting impact. No one ever took the time to to figure out, hey, what do you what do you like? What, 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 where are you struggling? It was just you fail and you fail. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had some of those teachers that made impacts on me, though. Really? And I think that's what I what I will take with me, or what I took with me when I left. But, um, off subject. But yeah, I don't even. I'm not. I'm not sure. I can't talk about other high schools or other um, elementary schools. Um, yeah, I'm ranting. I should let you just talk. I I don't think it's ever been taught in the education of in in Oklahoma. Period. I mean, and there have been people that um that were on the news saying the same thing that you know they were happy that it was brought to their awareness because they weren't aware about it. They were um oblivious to the fact because they were never taught about it. Yeah, and it's so, fucked up, man. They try to bury that mm-hmm, that I, that history, and it worked for a long time. Yeah, because no one knew about that. I think definitely last year with the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor brought everything to light because it all happened within the same time frame last year that it did this year. So um, I think as black people, we we wanted something that was ours that we could celebrate. And so I'm happy now that Juneteenth is becoming a real thing and that's something that we can take and celebrate our freedom of um of us being free ish, you know. Right. So I'm proud about it. I'm happy about it. There's a there's a uh there's a fear that I have though, and I know I'm not black, so I, I can't even I don't want to sound try and sound like I'm talking for black people because I'm not. Uh but my fear for Juneteenth is the anger that I have now and every now and then with uh Cinco de Mayo. I I uh, I, I feel you. Yeah. I hate Cinco de Mayo in this country. And it's not because of the holiday, it's because of the people that celebrate it. They it, they turn every holiday into a drinking holiday. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's fucking bullshit that there's 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 a a group of people and I'm not saying that all white people are bad because they're not. There's there's, there's just like anybody else there's good apples and there's bad apples. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you have these these certain type of white people that fucking call you names and and degrade you because of your race and your color. And then on this one particular day, they decide that they're going to put a sombrero on, a fake mustache, a poncho and drink margaritas and then say, Viva Mexico. Mm -hmm. It's a slap in the face. And and it, it just pisses me off when I see that. And I don't celebrate that. Yeah. I don't I don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo. When I was younger I, I did because I was fucking stupid. I, I didn't I didn't understand what I was really celebrating. I just knew Cinco de Mayo, it's something Mexican holiday. Mm-hmm. And now I now I understand what it is, you know. It was a it was a small Mexican army fighting the the, the French and they didn't they didn't allow them to win. They they they, they somehow they fucking won. They they prevailed and, and they were able to, you know, bring that story to the today's world where mm-hmm. they talk about it. And they the, the, the holiday is it's not about so much the what do you call it? Not just the victory, but it's, it's the fighting spirit of, of a Mexican person. Yeah. No matter how big, 
as long as you have a fighting spirit, you have a fighting chance. But you don't you don't see that in the streets when you yeah. celebrate Cinco de Mayo. All you see is stupid ass people in sombreros just fucking drinking and saying, Ay-ay-ay-ay-ay-ay-ay. and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, like, what, what what are you what are you really celebrating? For 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 people like that, it's just a day to go out and drink, and not get in trouble because they're culture appropriating. Yeah, and that's my fear for Juneteenth. Is some way somehow it might not happen within the next five years, but if I would if I if I was talking to a black person, I would say, hey, make sure that your holiday that is very well overdue does not turn into something like that. Yeah. Because people do that shit, man. It's fucking annoying. I didn't even think of it like that. Or to mean? think that uh, later down the line that that could happen. Or they turn it into like, like, a, a, just, like a drinking holiday. I didn't think about that. They could. I mean, they, they could. definitely could. I think for me, I'm oblivious. Well, not oblivious. I don't want to say that. But maybe maybe so. Because I don't. I For me, I don't see that happening. Because I don't feel like majority of white people want to celebrate this holiday anyway given the fact that they don't really care for us like that history has shown that that's true yeah history has shown that that's true i just think it's awesome that that there is a holiday though but i think what i am scared for is for on that day that things would happen like oh like violence mm mm-hmm Man, yeah. Or like black facing or whatever else. Just like you were saying with sombreros and margaritas, people would put on black faces and you celebrate know, And you know some stupid ass will. Somebody get like some chains and pretend like, you know, it can definitely happen. Well, this country is so uh, ignorant and stupid at times, man. They really are. Yeah. You know, uh, I was recently watching a malcolm x and uh have you ever heard the the ballot or the bullet speech have you heard that i think i have it's a wonderful speech man like malcolm x to me is is my favorite civil rights leader every time i think of malcolm x i think of um denzel washington because of the movie oh geez (laughs) should think of malcolm x because (laughs) i know it's terrible but he did such a good job I haven't seen that movie. You should. Should I? Yeah. I just. It's long, so make sure you got some they, energy. They, they, they casted Malcolm X as this fucking uh, terrorist, but he wasn't. Yeah. He was such ahead of his time. Like, there was moments where Malcolm X sounded dangerous, but it wasn't because he was trying to kill anybody. It was because he was just fed up. He was fed up with the system. Yep. And the ballot or the bullet is such a great speech because he talks about he makes his points so eloquently to the point where he's even riling me up and it's a it's a video like one of my favorite things about it is he was saying how he said uh the you'll you'll always you'll always be stuck in the same position because you don't invest in your own communities he says uh every time that you spend a dollar outside of your community you're just giving them more power. Yeah. You say, and because what happens is you take that dollar and you give it to that person. And then that person takes that dollar and they invest in their community. And meanwhile, your dollar is being invested while it's being invested in theirs. Mm-hmm. Your community is going down because you're not taking care of it. You're not investing in it. 
And then once it gets so low to the point where that that community is no longer worth it, they, you either stay in there and it's a poverty ridden community or mm. that person goes back, buys the land and then they kick you out. Yeah. I mean, it's very true. And I think this time and age with uh, the centennial that we just had, mm-hmm. if you were to go on social media now and you see all these black entrepreneurs that are trying to make their own business or have their own business or or building things from the ground up i think that our generation were really trying to bring black wall street back and not just for it to be that strip on greenwood but for it to be all of north tulsa we're just trying to bring it all back and be what our ancestors would want us to be and but how do you do that? That's the the problem is the the system is so set up to the, the fact to the point where I, I and I, I'm I'm not saying that I'm educated on this. This is just my personal opinion. So I'm not trying to sound like I'm smart because I'm not. This is just what I see, and this is how I talk, and this is just my opinion from from a person to another person. Mm-hmm. But it almost feels like the system is so rigged that even if you try to get a bank loan, they're gonna say no. It almost feels as if you try to build something up and there's always an obstacle. There's always something stopping you, whether it's uh, the city saying, oh, you don't have the coding right or you don't have this right. There's always something stopping them. I mean, that's very true. But I think this day and age, we're more resilient. We know what we want. We're going to go after it and we're going to achieve it regardless of how we get it. I think it's also about the people that you know. Because we can all come together and and build it up from the ground up, and it may and it be such a beautiful thing. I mean, it's happening now. Most of those businesses on Greenwood have turned black, you know, um, minus you a know, few. But you know what I think the game changer was, in my opinion, what the camera. For sure, I mean, I think that's what what started this revolution of saying Black Lives Matter is the camera changed everything because it started recording we all wouldn't the, have all the known, injustice yeah we wouldn't have known nothing about george floyd hadn't that person not been there and filmed that right i mean just think just think about that george floyd w- was murdered in front of and they tried to prosecute the guy with the, that was uh filming the video of him dying the girl it was a girl was, i think you're talking about the guy that was shit talking back to them Yes, because the guy that guy was telling them how they were cowards and shit, and then they took him to court. Yes, yes. And the fact that they try to make him an angry person did you, did you hear? Did you keep mm-hmm, up with that? Mm-hmm. They were making him an angry person. They're like, no, you you reacted like this because you were angry. Because you're angry. What the hell? Because you were angry, and it just shows you, man. This there's video proof. Look, I don't know what that cop's intentions were. I don't know. And no one will know except for him. But man, that video showed that in that moment, his intentions were, I don't give a fuck about this person's life. Yeah. There's undisputed evidence of that. And the fact that they did a trial and they try to frame one of the bystanders as an angry black man. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Is yeah. this system all about then? If that's how you're going about it, there, there, there's, there's no, there's no point in that video where there was issues with the camera. There was no point in that video where an alien came down from the sky and interrupted what was going on. No, it was eight minutes 
what's the time? It was like eight minutes and 45 seconds, maybe more. I, I think. think around there. And for eight minutes, it was the same. It was the same interaction. And yet they said, no, it, it wasn't murder. It, it was accidental. It was it was a meth that killed him. I think he had meth, methamphetamine in him or something. He had some kind of drug in him. And they're like, no, it was the drugs that killed him. It wasn't it wasn't the police officer. The police officer feared for his life. And my whole question when I was watching all that was, how does someone fear for their life and have their hands in their pocket? If I was fearful of my life, I'm going to be probably a panic attack. I'm going to probably look uh, so uh, with so much discomfort that I can't be controlled. Yeah. This man was laying his knee on his neck and he had his hands in his pocket you were too fearful of your life if you were posed like that had your knee all up on his neck for this man not to breathe exactly and for him for you to take his last breath away and i mean rest in peace george floyd and i mean we were talking about it a year later and uh the fact that he was calling for his mom in his final moments and this fucking cop just stood just just kneeled on his neck regardless take it a step further the fact that he was calling for his mom later that we found out that his mom had passed away years ago so he was calling for her knowing that he was about to go meet her jeez even when they did the trial and then the verdict came out i was like this dude's gonna get acquitted yeah this dude's gonna get acquitted like how 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 messed up is it that you're shocked that the result of him being guilty was actually awarded to to George Floyd and his family. Like mm. uh, I was, I was genuinely surprised. Like I wanted him to be guilty, but when they actually said he was guilty, I was surprised. I'm like, holy shit, they actually did it. How sad is that? That yeah. we have to think like that. And that was just what for the cop that put his knee on him, not for the rest of them that was there. Just with watching him. it. Just yeah. watching it. And he had his, I mean, the dude literally had him handcuffed. What more do you need? Yeah. What more do you need? Was he going to get up and start beating you up? How could he? There's four of you and one of him. Right. You mean to tell me you couldn't take him if he tried to get up? But there was no need for that shit. But it just shows you just how bad the system is here for minorities and particularly for black people. And for those saying like, well, he should have listened. Fuck you, man. No counterfeit bill deserves death. No, no counterfeit bill. You know, none of that shit. And even if he was resisting, it doesn't allow you the right to to fucking put your knee on someone's neck for eight for eight minutes plus. What I don't like is when things like this happen, and then they dig up the history of this person, and they just try to bury them, and be like, "Well, this is why he got what he deserved because he was acting this way, or he was doing that, or he was doing this." That it has nothing to do with. They just try to air the dirty yeah. laundry. Yeah. They try to air the dirty line. Look at him. Look, look, look. He, like, remember Terrence Crutcher? Mm-hmm. What was famous about him? What, what that? Remember that airplane? Oh, that looks like a bad dude. That's their mentality. And look, I'm not against cops. I'm not because we need cops. But shit, there needs to be a change mm-hmm. because if we all know that they target minorities. We all know that they target black people in particular because they know, like, all I got to do is piss them off a little bit. And I can say he was resisting arrest. I can say that he was uh, obstruct, obstructing uh, a, a traffic stop, and it goes from there. And no, that's just like um, 
the lady who was walking her dog or something and the black man passed her with the photo yeah and she called the cops and was just like uh I know what to say to make the police come. There's a black man harassing me and he didn't even do anything to her. Yeah. But again, why Why was that? A, a, that's another thing is that could have gone so bad. Mm-hmm. But luckily it, it could have went very south. Luckily, he had a camera showing how crazy this woman was. Yeah. And that's the trend in this country, man. The, the trend in this country is that there's a black man. He can get away with it. Frame it on him. Because it works every time. Yeah. That's what history has shown us. Uh, like recently, I was... Uh, oh, man, we're going to... It's uh, getting pretty late. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, but recently, I was... Do you know who... Uh, I forgot his name. He was a 14-year-old kid. And I'm not trying to pull on heartstrings, I promise. Uh, but I just recently found out about this. There's this kid... And I, today was, I think, 77 years on the spot. It might, what happened? Be, it might be some days off. Um, and it re- I read it and it really pissed me off. Because have you ever heard of this kid uh, named George Stinney? George Stinney Jr.? Mm-mm. So George Stinney Jr. was a, uh, a little boy. He was 14. And uh, he was black. And he lived in this town. And on one side of the railroad tracks was blacks only. And on the other side of the railroad tracks was whites only. And on this particular day, these little girls who were white, they were, I think they were riding bikes. And they're riding bikes and they're doing their thing as little kids do. And the night comes and they don't go back home. So now they're searching for them. Well, they found the little girls and, uh, I don't know who, I don't know the full details, so I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to butcher this, but somebody found the girls on the railroad tracks with, uh, in the, with him? in the black neighborhood. They were on the other side of the railroad tracks. Well, somebody, somebody said that they saw the 14 year old boy, George Stinney in the area. Well, guess what? They took him to, to the, to the, uh, what do you call it? Interrogation. 14 years old and they pretty much starved him to death until they beat a confession out of him and he's 14 he wasn't allowed he wasn't allowed to see his uh, mom his dad and they got a confession out of him and he didn't he didn't do it he was 14 years old man but let's just say that he did do it mm-hmm. he didn't even get a fair trial from the moment they 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 put him in the cop car to to the to the final moments of his life, it was only eighty days. Eighty days from the separation of, of, of what happened to the to the conviction. And you know what they did to this little boy? They gave him the electric chair at fourteen. This little boy was so small that they had to put a book on the chair just so that he To was, hold him up. To hold him up so they could do that to him. And he was fourteen. That's terrible. I mean, that goes all the way back to Emmett Till. Exactly. Yeah. It's been happening since the beginning of times. Mm-hmm. But how how does somebody have the audacity to put a 14-year-old kid in an electric chair knowing that that was not a fair trial? And I'm not, look, I'm, I wasn't there. I don't know if, I don't know if the little kid 
did kill those little girls. But history has taught us that everything has been fabricated for mm-hmm. the most part with black black uh, lives and convictions. But what was more heartbreaking was the fact that the dad and the mom were only allowed to talk to him one time. And then after that, the last time they saw him was through a window. Oh, my God. When he was being uh, served Mm -hmm. a death penalty. And they, he, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be graphic, but I I just want to emphasize this part because people need to hear this. The, The little boy started getting like teary eyed. And that was the final moment that he saw his parents. And he's 14. And right before he starts crying, they uh, they put they put a what do they call it? They put like a they put something over his head mm. so that they couldn't so no one could see his you know facial reaction mm. when he when it happened. Mm-hmm. But it was so bad that it came off. And in the final moments, all you see is him being electrocuted and tears running down his face. And that's the last image that the mom and dad had of their son. And he was 14. How the fuck can a government do that to a family? Even if he did do that, he still deserved better treatment. And I'm not, I'm not saying, like, I'm not advocating for murder. I'm not. If you do the crime, you got to do the time. But how dare you do that to a 14-year-old kid without knowing all the facts? How dare you put their two parents through that? How dare you take away their baby? Yeah. All because somebody said, well, I think I saw him over there. Which one? Him right there. That little boy right there. Mm-hmm. The black one? Yeah, him. And that's what it's been throughout the history of time. Yeah. And, and and it, like, how do you hear that story and it doesn't move you to fucking want to fight the government fist by fist? Like, I wish there was something like that. I wish we had a law where you can just fist fight and not get in trouble. Because, man, I'd be fucking fist fighting politicians. Like, bro, we, we, <laughs> we about to duke it out, bro. You bullshitting with this fucking reform. Yes. Like, look, look, look at look at Joe Biden, man. I, I, look, and I'm not trying to make this a political rant. But Joe Biden literally went on air and said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Remember that? Mm-hmm. What has he done for black people? What has he done since 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 he came into office? And I'm and look, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm just calling it for what I see. But what has he done? Like he recently just did that in Juneteenth, where oh, we're gonna do this for black people and all that. Bro, you've been in office since you've been in office since January. You couldn't do something to begin with to start something. You had to wait till there's this ceremony. This, because uh, the way I look at it is like, oh, I'll just wait till May because we'll have more press and it'll be it'll mean more if we do it in May because that'll be the 100th anniversary of the black street riots so it'll be good press for us here's the government to make it make you feel better no it's all just propaganda if you really cared about progressing 
you would have done it from day one. The moment you were in an office, you would have done something to say, hey, here's what I want to do for black people. We're going to stop all this bullshit fucking uh, traffic stops that we do for them. Because how many people look at Philando Castro? Mm -hmm. He had a gun and they still took him out. And he had a registered gun. It's always traffic stops that turned into something violent. It's always these bullshit. Oh, oh, he looks dangerous. Let's pull him over and see what's going on. It's just constantly just picking at people who are minorities, but particularly black people, man. And that's why, that's why, again, Malcolm X was so ahead of his time. Because if you go back and watch the ballot or the bullet, he explains everything the way a leader should explain how beautiful it is to be black. He explains what needs to be done to make change. Now, he might have said some some sentences that sounded violent, but he wasn't trying to be violent. Yeah. All he was trying to say was, hey, I'm tired of this shit. And I'm not I'm not, you know, they had this thing called the what was it called? It was like a freedom march where they're going to they're going to walk from one place to another and they're going to sing the praises like we are in this together. We are in this together. And he goes, fuck that. I mean, he say fuck. But he's like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not singing with you. If I have to, I will swing at you. Because that's all That's all that was ever done. All, like, with all, due, with all due respect to Martin Luther King, because he was a great leader too. But Martin Luther King's approach was, don't fight back because compassion wins all. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. But if I if I started swinging at you right now, and you're like, no, eventually Marcus will stop. Well, what if I don't? Yeah. You're going to just allow me to keep punching you till, till I get tired? No, eventually you got you to gotta punch back. And Malcolm X wasn't afraid to say that. Malcolm X wasn't afraid to say, hey, if you swing, I swing. And that was his message. His message was, you shouldn't swing. But if you have to, don't be afraid to. And that's why I love him so much, man, because he really did empower uh, black nationalism. That's what he was about. But because they thought he was violent and they thought that he said things in a certain way, he was going to cause this uh, uproar. And it wasn't an uproar. It was just him saying, we're tired of this shit. Mm -hmm. But I'll just end it with this. Juneteenth is a good start, but it's not enough. I mean, we got to start somewhere. How do you feel about reparations? Give me my money. Because have you ever, you ever thought about what Black Wall Street would have been had it had it not been burned down? Like how many Fortune 500 companies would there could there have been? How many? Because I mean, Black Wall Street was an economic boom. How many Black millionaires there would have been in Tulsa alone had the had it not happened? How many families could have benefited? benefited from that like generational wealth Mm -hmm. how much of that was taken away and was transferred to to different families white white families that are now rich like think about all that think about just how much they took away Mm -hmm. just because they were jealous that black people were succeeding like shit you know what they need to do as a start and i don't know this is a good idea because again i'm stupid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm sorry, 
But my, what I'm trying to say is what they should do just to let black people know, hey, we're trying, even though you should have been trying a long time ago, is they need to find out who's owed something and at least be able to say, hey, you know what? Don't pay any federal taxes. That's that's at least a start. Well, they I think there was talks of the families or the uh, family members from the families that have passed on or that, that I won't say passed on because they were killed, but um, that were killed due to that of them getting reparations from um, for their family member or for them. Because I think there's maybe four of the original Oh, that's right. When that are left, and then there's family members that are that were represented at the centennial for the family members that weren't there. Um, S- something needs to happen, and for those that are saying, "Well, we can't afford it," fuck you. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. If you if you if you could afford to take that away from them, you can afford to give it back. Tulsa has not even Tulsa, but Oklahoma has some money, and we got money to fix these raggedy roads and highways that's been messed up for years Mm -hmm. that we're just now (laughs) getting to we got some money somewhere to get these people they need to they need to do something because this 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 idea that um that or they can't they can't take care of it and reparations is too costly like bullshit you you have this military budget that's way uh, almost approaching one trillion dollars an annual spending right exactly you can do that but you can't give somebody some money because of what you took away from them don't right. give me that bullshit don't give it and look if it came to well that's our tax dollars then so be it if there's one race well, I, I would think there's two because blacks and indians in this country have had it so bad but there needs to be something man yeah. and and i fully support the fact that there needs to be some change and if you're not on board with change, don't listen to this podcast. It's not me being it's not me being woke. It's not me being progressive. It's not me trying to trying to flex my my uh, what do you call it? My warrior, my justice warrior muscles. It's none of that shit. You know, it's it's not. Yeah. It's just me saying, hey, why the why the fuck are you still uh, treating minorities like this? Because I'm a minority, mm-hmm. and I said it earlier though. Even though I know I'm a minority, I haven't had it as bad as black people in this country. I mean, and yeah, I, I've had some moments where I'm like, damn, why the fuck did he talk to me like that? Why the fuck did she call me a wet back and tell me to go back to this country? I was born here. Mm-hmm. I've had those moments. And I've had moments with, co- with cops when I got pulled over that were, that were I would say, awkward. Mm-hmm. But that's as bad as it got. Yeah. And, but then I... The, I see my friends who are black and they have to take so many precautions even on a normal day when they drive mm-hmm. just because they look a certain way. Oh, you have dreads. You better be careful. Like, why the fuck is that an issue? You, you can't wear dreads anymore yeah. because that's an issue. Like, how can you say we're the land of the free, but then you you do that shit? You know what I mean? And I just, mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, I mean, not to go into like more detail, but that's definitely why we don't feel like the national anthem has anything to do with us or for us. So why you think we're still kneeling? It's not for a popularity statement. It's factual. It, nothing, nothing, none of that relies to us. 
And and those that disagree with it are so thin-skinned. Yeah. They're so thin-skinned. Fuck you. You stand for the country. No. Fuck you, man. Educate yourself and realize why they're doing this. Yeah. And 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 look, I'm not I'm not saying that cops are the problem. Because there are good cops. It's the fucking system that's the problem, man. And I'll probably get a lot of heat for doing this episode because they're like, shut the fuck up. Who are you to talk about this subject without knowing? I mean, I mean, like you said, there is some there are some good cops out there, but it is mostly the uneducated, untrained, overworked, I would say, probably two cops that just don't care no more. Yeah. They're like, fuck that. Yeah. Like, look at all the we we're talking about our friend earlier and we're not going to say his name, but. Look how much his life changed over a fucking marijuana conviction. Think about how many people are in jail because of marijuana. All because life was a little hard and all they needed was a little moment to relax and breathe. So they took a puff of marijuana to calm down. And then here was a cop that pulled them over. What are you doing? Uh, Nothing. Well, why does it smell like weed in here? And then boom, Mm -hmm. your life is ruined. That's literally what it is in this country. When you're a minority, if they catch you with some stupid marijuana, your life gets ruined. That's all it takes. Yeah. Because once you're in the system and you're a minority, your chances of succeeding drastically go down. But you see a white person get arrested for marijuana. Put that away and get home and just let them go. Yeah. And they just let them go. Yep. Yep. And that's how it's been since the beginning of time. And and I'm not trying, and again, I'm not trying to, to piss off anyone. But it's, if you're a citizen of this country, a citizen of this world, how the, how, how the fuck can you stand there and not get, and not feel some type of way for, for a group of people that's been suffering since the beginning of time? Like, if you feel nothing based off of this conversation, go fuck yourself. And I mean that with all due respect, if you don't want to be an ally, then get the fuck out of here. Oh, dude, I'm so, I'm so angry right now. <laughs> I'm not trying to be. But it's true, man. It's true. It, it, it's just it's it's complete. It's complete bullshit that we're in these we're still in these moments of, of, of racial tension. We should be past this, man. You would think so. I'm not I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm definitely not perfect. But I strive every day through all my struggles and through all my pains. I, I strive every day to be a nice person. If I see you, how you doing? If I haven't seen you, when can I see you? I don't look at color and go, oof, I don't want to hang out with them. Because if I ignore, if, if I started thinking like that, you know, like that phrase, like, um, I don't see color. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate that quote so much. When someone says that, I'm like, you stupid fuck. What do you mean you don't see color? I'm brown. What am I, gray? (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) But I hate that. Because shit, man, you have to see color. Yeah. And you have to, if you see someone down, you have to support. Like, I'd like to believe that when my time is up, this place will be a lot better than what it was before. But the way things are going, that Malcolm X speech, the ballot or the bullet, that it feels like that speech is going to be relevant until the end of times because i listened to that and those same issues that he was talking in 19 in the 1960s 
it's still the same issues going on in 2020. Yeah, but that's also up to us to change it and want that change. How can you how can you do that though? Like what 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 are the steps to that? Cuz I I feel like I feel like black people are doing their part. Mm-hmm. They're they're trying to 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 get out of the the shit the shit show that that people that that they were left in. Mm-hmm. They're trying to start businesses, they're trying to 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 do the right thing. But what what is the what is the solution? Uh, what would you think? Like, what do you what do you what do you see as the future? I'm not sure. I mean, I under I definitely understand, but I also know that it has to. If you want change, you have to be that change. It's gonna take work, and it's not going to be easy. And yes, our forefathers before us have been somewhat successful because I'm not going to say unsuccessful that would be shame for me to say that but we have to be that change and I mean it, it's going to be difficult it's going to take some work but like you said hopefully when we leave this place people will look at us and know that we did our best to do that or at least for me my kids will will be able to say, hey, mommy did something about this. We're going to continue to do this. And our kids are going to continue to do this and so on and so forth. Until hopefully one day it is that none of this will exist at all for all races. Maybe we should all just be aliens. And we can't discriminate. Where are we going to go? We'll stay here, but we just look like aliens. Be <laughs> green figurines. Might as well already get called one. <laughs> Listen, let's go ahead and wrap this up because I was ranting. And uh, but look, if last thought, if anything does give me hope, it's what, exactly what you said about kids, because at least kids now can see that, and because of the camera, you know, kids can see the injustices, and that's what gives me hope is that the next generation behind us is is growing up as we're also growing up and i think that a lot of kids now see all these things and they go hey i don't want to live like that i don't want to treat my my classmates like that i don't want to be involved in that and that's what gives me hope because i mean they uh, we're at that age now we're like kids are the future and it's true now you know it's true we're no longer the kids yeah now your kids literally your kids are the future and i think they have it a little more tougher or challenging or not even my kids but like my brother your your um your godson yeah their generation has a little different because now they have to deal with more of like the sexuality thing of um transgender and lgbtq and all that type of stuff we didn't really have to deal with that growing up but no, we, back then we were saying that's gay, right? But like you can't we were, even say that anymore. Yeah. Oh shit, I'm about to get canceled. Offensive. Oh shit, I'm gonna get canceled. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make an example. That's how we grew up. But they have it. I mean, they have it more tough, I think, because now it's it's kids finding their sexuality and and things like that. That's a whole yeah, other conversation. That's, yeah, that's but, a whole different one. Yeah. That's how do you have that? How do you have that conversation at such a young age? And you're like. And kids are doing it more young, younger every day now. 
that'll be our next topic when you come back shoot listen i didn't mean to go on a on a rant i'm just there's moments where i get pissed off and that's one of the topics that pisses me <laughs> off did we get everything accomplished i don't know we didn't have a script so i guess so We'll go ahead and wrap it up because it's getting kind of late. Um, one last time, Erica, I love you. It's always a pleasure to do this with you. Uh, shout out your your stuff one last time. What was it? The Sweetery Tulsa on Facebook and the Sweetery Tulsa on Instagram, I believe. And things are looking good. I can't wait to to hear what you have to say about this secret. The secret business. <laughs> Look, I already forgot. The secret business plan. <laughs> Friends, uh, much love. I, I know I went on a rant, but it's just how I feel. With uh, I just want to bring awareness to certain issues. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, regardless of how you feel, that's what I love about this show, that these mm-hmm. are my opinions and my opinions only. And if you like them, I, I, I hope to inspire some thought. Charge it to his head, not to his heart. Yeah, and if you don't like them, guess what? Go fuck yourself. This is my podcast. <laughs> but much love because i'm trying to be positive we should all be positive and nicer uh erica i love you i love you always a fun time we'll be doing more so bye everybody peace